Hey, this is Black Patrick of the Earthworms, and you are listening to Beyond FM. Peace, quiet, and good order will be maintained in our city to the best of our ability. Riots, melees, and disturbances of the peace are against the interest of all our people and therefore cannot be permitted. Interrupt this program to bring you... On behalf of the United States government... We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Stand by. I'll be right there. All right, St. Louis, I want to hear everybody sing this. Come on. Beyond Radio. Beyond. FM. Now, here comes the music. If you came to rock the spot, to it get the mic, you could blame my entourage. We want the fame like drama does. Just can't stomach the game, makes me vomit us. We got the name and got the buzz. Big frame blocking the plate, they ain't got no runs. Runs, push, play, you rock with us. Go and tell the others, then pray for the populace. Rise up, cause the early bird gets the worm, gets the burn with the earthworm. Rise up, cause the early bird gets the worm, gets the burn with the earthworm. Dim lights, dim some her name. Get up! Japanese, hot like propane. Same thing, new nice, same lights and name. Get up! Took a walk in Central Park. Made out, passed out, pissing the bush, butt ass naked. Looks like you're walking. Uh-huh. Night crawler, not going home yet, but I haven't placed my bet. So I place it on cheesy. You're like listening to Jeezy in your basement getting wet. Next week, brought the broom. Need a new team, need a new hip. All that sex in the new whip. Percy P in the deck. Just past eight, yeah. I'm super late. Rise up, cause the early bird gets the worm. Gets the worm with the earthworm. Rise up, cause the early bird gets the worm. Gets the burn with the earthworm. Rise up, cause the early bird gets the worm. Gets the burn with the earthworm. Rise up. Get up, yawn and I stretch The gift of the sand lot the dog couldn't catch B-boys, get up The sun on the unbeaten path after the truth So follow while you gather what I'm scattered and strewn To get up Like when you catch the name Riding on the side of a train Thundering down the tracks out for the fame So get up and Go for the grid when you smoking and split Flipping the verbal 360 switch over the hip Yo, making osis It's the host with the big cojones Using rhythm to induce this hypnosis But wise guy wisdom is absorbed through osmosis Ferocious approach to the culture Fly like a job to be vulture Soil like I'm supposed to roar like a lion, breathe fire that I toast ya. Come to from my coma, then I start to wild out like them big cats on over. Rise up, cause the early bird gets the worm, gets the burn with the earthworm. Rise up, cause the early bird gets the worm, gets the burn with the earthworm. Rise up, cause the early bird gets the worm, gets the burn with the earthworm. Rise up, cause the early bird gets the worm, gets the burn with the earthworm. 
What's up? It's Matthias with Earthworms. You're listening to Beyond FM, the best of everything STL. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, once again, it is my profound of everything STL Beyond FM, and it's the return, return of Earthworms. It's what up, what up? Our, our special presentation tonight, we're going to go through the whole album, and uh, and I thought we were just going to have Matthias, but we also have Black Patrick with us tonight, too, so that's going to be a bonus. Surprise. And I did, <laughs> and, and for everybody who listens normally, I did show prep, too, so that it must be a special special day for, for all this. So, um, first of all, let me go through and just thank sponsors real quick. Um, uh, Pops, of course, Rockstar Taco, Red Flag, Daniel Artemisi Creative, Off-Broadway, Tencent's Handyman Services, Chloe's Cakes and Bakes, Full Circle Music Group, Breakthrough Media TV and Lowtown Records, and also our friends over at uh, STL Live, Jim's Pool Room Records, and Rock Paper Podcast. Uh, thank you very much for the support. And uh, not that I want to, because uh, I, I really want to get into all this new great music from Earthworms, but I, I also for those of you who uh, are just tuning in to hear the new music or, or check out what, uh, what they have to talk about. Um, I want to present to you guys, just in case you're listening on Spotify or anything else like that, um, Beyond FM does have its own app, and we, we are a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week radio station. We play, we're multi-genre, and we're 24-7, and we play all St. Louis area artists. I don't want to, because I say area just because we do play people from bands from Springfield and, and the Columbias and, and things like that, too, that that use St. Louis as a support mechanism. Uh, we also do have a website. It's called beyondfm24-7.com. And uh, happy to announce that uh, 
not not that I mentioned a couple of, of the clubs that uh, that are sponsors, but um, we do have have added two more spaces that are willing to do Beyond FM sponsored events and, and doing booking because we're dipping our toes into the booking world. And so uh, we will be doing uh, stuff at Shamrock's Pub up just north of Soulard. And also, um, and and I, I had mentioned this when whenever I was talking to these guys that uh, I'm like, I haven't heard this name in a while, but we will also be doing some uh, booking at uh, the Westport Playhouse. Oh, wow. Yes. So we're going to try to bring that back hopefully to its glory because <laughs> I was like, man, I didn't even know this place still existed. And yeah. So honestly, that's brilliant, man. That's uh, you know, it's, it's hard to bridge that city County gap and, and bring in some culture out to the County is, is a real good look, man. That's awesome. Yeah. We're going to try our best. Um, also really quick. And I don't know if you guys noticed it cause you guys were traveling here and, and stuff. So I don't know if you looked on Facebook or whatever, uh, our good friend, John Harrington uh, just announced that uh, today it's officially um, Midwest Avengers Day um, for St. Louis. Like, it's official. <laughs> awesome. Uh, St. Louis has made an official Midwest Avengers Day. The mayor has proclaimed it. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations. That is, that is badass. Ah, well deserved. Yeah. For sure. And probably overdue. I'm way overdue. <laughs> <laughs> as much stuff as they, you know, it, they get involved in off of the band part of it, you know, just the Midwest Avengers team. Um, do so much and hopefully and and I have spoken to him a little bit uh, here and there about 2023 and hopefully we can get involved and maybe throw some money towards some events as well so that's awesome man hopefully we can do that so yes um, and uh, I'll mention one more thing since I, I have you guys here and I think I think this episode will will draw a lot more than usual people hopefully um, one thing and I don't know if it was me and Matthias are, are, are friends on Facebook, and I don't know if he's ever noticed that um, our Facebook page uh, got hacked, and we've lost it. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I did and, see that. And, like, yeah. uh, we had a good 5,000 followers and all that, so we're trying to rebuild a, a new page. So I'm just asking everybody, almost begging everybody to, uh, if you can, uh, go share our Facebook page, our Instagram, all that um, if you want to look us up on Facebook, it is no longer Beyond FM 24-7. It is the best of everything STL, Beyond FM 24-7. So I appreciate that, and we're going to continue to try to rebuild that up as well. So, Oh, hackers, man. I know. Well, and the big thing, and the big thing that pissed me off more is that I reached out to Facebook because originally reason why they, they hacked me first, and they put child porn on my, <laughs> what the on my page. So that's how I got like blocked from Facebook for a while, oh, and I'm like, "You guys don't aren't even going to investigate this at all." I mean, I know it's probably somebody foreign or something like you know somebody in Mexico or something like that because the people that took over our page are now speaking a bunch of Spanish and stuff like that. And but props to them, they took our following from five thousand to ten thousand. But I'm, oh my god, I'm sure it's not organic. But hey, child porn, though. I mean, yeah, that ain't cool. That's super fucked up. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, you don't even want to investigate that at all. I mean, that's that's federal stuff. Man. That's yeah, no, that's dark. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. And I oh, had, I mean, as soon as it happened, I had probably twenty, thirty people just hit me up, you know, randomly text and messenger and all that. Like, hey, what's going on? What? What? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and somebody sent me a screenshot. And I'm like, oh my god. And I'm like. 
what the hell? Oh my god! Yeah. I would have vomited right there on the floor. Yep, I was pretty upset. Yeah, and yeah. I was at work at the time. I'm like, look, I got to clock out for a while. I got to go see if we can take care of some of this right now. But anyway, uh, sorry that happened, man. Yeah, that that's, sucks. Yep, that's about as terrible as a thing can get when you're talking about uh, ways someone can hack you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and, and with Facebook, you can get you know, blocked for so many things. Why can't you just pick something better than that for me? But I'm saying. Yeah, it is what it is. Okay, so anyway, we do have reasons to celebrate, and today we are celebrating uh, Garden in the Ruins, and we're going we're gonna to talk about that. Um, first of all, uh, we'll, we'll talk about um, back about three years ago, uh, I was starting a little podcast uh, called Beyond FM, and I... And I had gone from being involved in rock radio, um, not that I really got paid for it, but I did intern at a rock radio station out in Lake St. Louis for three years. And so I was more involved with that crowd. And But when somebody was approaching me on doing a podcast, a person bef- that I worked with beforehand was like, hey, you know, we, we, we need to do this and it needs to be all rock and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I'm, like, no, I'm not doing all rock. And... Um, but most people knew me from just being involved in with rock bands and stuff. And so my first hip hop guest was Matthias and, and he reached out to me and, and ever since we met, I was like, I can't believe that we didn't meet in the past life or when we were younger and stuff, because we were so much into hip hop and punk rock and, mm. and just, different cool shit that I was like, man, we would have got along so good in our twenties, you know? <laughs> and so, uh, we probably did meet, but I was probably, you know, <laughs> three sheets to the wind or something. Uh, probably was too. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, first of all, tell me how things are with you. Uh, real good, man. Life's life's great. It's busy. Um, intentionally busy. You know, I get, I, I make bad decisions when I'm not busy. So, um, keeping it, keeping it moving, living in, uh, LA and, um, you know, working out there, uh, selling hard kombucha for a great brand called flying embers and, uh, making this music, man, we've been going hard and heavy on this, uh, on this record now for a couple of years and, you know, obviously interrupted by the old pandemic, um, you know that that put yeah because I felt I felt like I felt so bad for you because I know I know you were pretty you you were like teeter totting with I I hate to leave St Louis but this is really something I want to do is move to L A okay mm-hmm. and you know I remember wishing you luck and telling you yeah hey, you know you know St Louis is always going to be party or whatever um, and then I know you got out there and then you were stuck at home <laughs> yeah for you know months yeah. yeah. It was wild. It was surreal, man. I, I, it's hard to, you know, I can tell the story with words, but it's really hard to convey like the, uh, the actual feeling of, uh, of that, you know, everybody got locked down. Everybody was at home for a long time, but we had just got there, uh, three weeks before lockdown happened and, and California, um, had the strictest lockdown in the country. And so nothing was open, you know, except for grocery stores, basically you could get, you couldn't even get take out at first, but then you could, you know, they started allowing some restaurants to open back up just to do takeout and delivery, uh, really curbside. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, almost to the fact where they'd sit it on a table and you wouldn't and you even, just, yeah, yeah. yeah, no contact. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was very, very surreal to, to move to a new city. Now, I mean, I'd lived there before, so I, I knew the city, but it had been a long time. I lived there in 2000, uh, what three and four. And, um, 
it, uh, you know, so moving back after all those years, uh, right into a pandemic was, was crazy, man. And Sarah had never lived there, my girlfriend. Um, so we, you know, we got to know the city on uh, a really different in, in, view, very different view. Yeah. We got to know the city via its hiking trails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really. But yeah, it was something, man. Um, honestly, I, you know, I am glad we got to ride out lockdown in a place where it was warm. Um, you know, because going through, you know, that first winter and then, you know, the following winter, uh, which was really bad all over the world, um, everywhere, um, you know, if it were cold would have been, I mean, obviously here, you know, everybody, everybody did it, but we were fortunate to be where we were, I think. Um, but still it was, it was wild. It was surreal. I, I, you know, would not repeat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> been there done that we ain't doing yeah. that <laughs> yeah uh tell me a little bit uh, about uh breakfast a little bit so uh breakfast music group is our record label um i do a and r for the label and uh it's with some of my oldest friends um guys who are from st louis from kansas city um one guy's you know east coast guy um we during 2020 when everybody was at home we decided like hey you know let's let's get this this record label back going breakfast initially started back and i want to say like uh you know 2007 or 8 and um grills and ish uh started it in la those are two guys i've known for my entire adult life and, and ish Matt is his name. We've, we used to play little league baseball together. We've known each other since we were kids. So basically our whole lives. Nice. And, uh, they, it's cool when you can do something with like that with somebody you've known that long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's priceless, man. It's great. I mean, we, there's already an inherent trust and, uh, just a long, long term relationship. And we've all been working in music this entire time too. So, um, there's, there's some expertise and know how, um, although they might tell you that, uh, I'm, I'm not the most, uh, uh, I don't follow the rules. <laughs> That's basically because I am wired the way I am, but no, but we, uh, you know, during 2020, everybody was laid off. Everybody was at home and, and we were like, yo, let's get this thing back going again. They'd initially started it some years back and put out a bunch of amazing music. And, uh, then, you know, they, they had families, you know, kids and things and things got put on pause and jobs and all that. Um, so this kind of reset everybody's intentions and, uh, we got it going again, um, with all the years of experience we'd all had under our belt at that point. And we, you know, we're trying to do it right now, super boutique for sure. Um, but we're trying to get over the hump, you know, big focus on sync license licensing and, uh, playlist placements and, and things like that. We're putting out, you know, it's all curated, you know, we're not, we don't put out calls for like, we need artists or anything like that. We like, we pick very carefully, we only have a handful in our stable right now because that's really what we can handle. And, um, you know, we try to, you know, when we put out releases, we try to give it the most like thorough promotion that we, we possibly can smart using metrics. Um, you know, Chris is our director of marketing. He's in Virginia and he, uh, he's an amazing writer and just has this like really good knack and, and just vast knowledge of how to best use, you know, social platforms to our advantage. And, uh, Johnny's our director of sync. He's, he was in a band called logic. You might remember from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, he also works for Netflix, uh, as an editor. And, um, so he's got a lot of connections there. Damon, uh, who, you know, as, as a yeah. 
the best rapper in the world is uh <laughs> he's uh he's he's our creative director um you know obviously you see his internet presence oh, like yeah. wildly intelligent like really savvy with all of that and a lot of artists need to learn from him oh for sure yeah. for sure shit i need to learn from him <laughs> me um, too a little bit <laughs> yeah, try. He, you might have seen some of the promo we did yeah, for this yeah, yeah. uh this show that was that was that was all damon's uh doing he yeah. he was in la i mean we talked about doing some stuff like that i was reluctant because i'm not like you know a, turn turn the phone on and let me talk at you kind of mm-hmm. kind of guy but um we were like okay well let's play on that you know let's let's make it as awkward as possible so we did and yeah it was super fun but yeah grills is is the uh the kind of the master of ceremonies there he's he's uh wildly talented engineer uh producer um you know label head um he's just really good at what he does very deliberate very uh very smart at, at uh, what he does and I, I, I learn something from him every day and he, he uh, keeps me in check uh, to the best of his abilities mm-hmm. and uh, Andrew is uh, he's out of Kansas City uh, he used to go by Beat Broker he was a DJ there and uh, he's been in LA a long time and uh, Andrew is is the president of the label and uh, also just a great guy. We've got such a good squad uh, put together. Travis Weir, he's an editor. Uh, he he works on big budget movies and things like that, and uh, he works with us as well. He's the one who edited the uh, Cool Runnings video. Gotcha. We gave him a bunch of like really messy iPhone footage, uh, <laughs> and he turned it into something awesome. <laughs> he did a great job with it. Yeah. yeah, he did. I enjoyed that. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, if I can, the uh, kind of the, the difference between L.A. and St. Louis as far as supporting local artists. Ah, uh, so that's tough. I mean, St. Louis has such an incredible scene here, and I think um, there is an inherent like need for local art support here. And I think the city as a whole does a, does a pretty damn good job. And, and honestly, like it's getting better. Like since I've left, you know, I've, I've noticed a lot of people really taking the reins and doing a lot of really awesome shit. Music at the intersection is a great example. You know, the Kranzberg foundation, they're killing it right now. They're making great strides and, and bringing, you know, including a lot of local artists with, you know, the, this national stage, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of other people who've taken the reins. I mean, you know, you mentioned John Harrington earlier and mm-hmm. he's always, always, always been a leader of the scene and, and made things happen for people. He made some of the first opportunities that I ever had in, in local hip hop happen for me and, and my people. So, uh, he's been doing it a long time and there's just, um, there seems to be a good buzz going here right now, uh, for the St. Louis scene. You're, you're making things happen. Shane Presley out there, uh, putting a spotlight on, on people, you know, people are working hard to, to bring local art to local people here and it's working. Um, you know, LA is different in that, you know, uh, local artists are, you know, huge stars you know what i mean (laughs) so as far as like the local independent scene um it's just a bigger city so there's more opportunity i think there's a lot of like really underground parties that happen Uh, i think that's kind of the flavor there um you know maybe not at like traditional venues certainly some traditional venues you know i I would imagine like at a like a mecca for artists there would be sort of like an encouragement for and encourage, they would be encouraging like the younger artists to to do their thing, or there would be like a more of like a place to do it, you know, like they would set it up. I, I don't know though from not being there. 
Yeah. So it's what it is, is I think like the, the scene there, um, the way it happens is, is a direct reaction to the fact that it is a Mecca for entertainment, you know, so you can go to clubs every single night of the week and see somebody you've heard of. Um, and so the local scene has reacted to that by being like gritty and underground and, and doing their own thing on their own terms there for sure. Similar to kind of what happens here only out there, you know, I mean, Taylor Swift is a local artist and I mean, yeah. I think she lives in Nashville, but you, you get what yeah. I'm trying to say. Exactly. I don't, I don't know where Taylor Swift lives, but yeah, <laughs> that's, that is what I'm trying to say is that, you know, um, you know, the local artists there, some of them live in the Hollywood Hills. And then, you know, that's the, the, the local scene itself, um, has reacted by, you know, really bringing, uh, the music to the people that are, you know, in the street. And, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome, man. I've had, I've gone to some really, really fun shows, great parties out in LA that uh, are super unique to the city for sure. But yeah, it's hard to compare the two, man. It's, it's two different environments to different climates in general and both have a lot going on what well, what do you think st louis artists can do better i know i know what my answer is um but you've been involved with it a lot deeper and a lot longer than i have um do you do you notice a change before covid to now i think i do i mean it, i'm not here anymore so uh what i notice is basically on the internet on the peripheral you know but i i think that uh in general to answer your question is uh, St. Louis artists could uh, cross genres, cross boundaries, support the scene as a whole instead of their little pocket of it. This that's, that's about my same answer yeah, too. This because city it, is it, not big enough to just stay in your. It's lane. so small that that uh, one, and you know how it is. They separate themselves from you know, North Side, East, you know, East St. Louis, Death by um, a Thousand Cuts yeah, type yeah, of thing. Yeah, and then you know you have. St. Charles bands, you have South City bands, you have, you know, Jefferson County bands or whatever that don't want to flip-flop back and forth to, you know, it's still stuck in the back in the day whenever Alton bands used to come and just set up shows with three Alton bands and then that's it. You know, they would yep. cross-pollinate. Nope, and that's what needs to happen. And that's, I mean, honestly, and I'm not trying to bang my own drum, but it that's what we've been doing for years and years in any project I've ever done. Um, I cross that bridge. I want to play shows with rock bands. I want to play shows with anybody, all kinds. I mean, there's, there's a line, I guess, you know, maybe we're not going to play a show intentionally unless it's some showcase with like a, you know, acoustic folk artists, you know, um, even though I probably like what they're doing, you still want to create a vibe for somebody who's coming to the show. Um, but we've done a lot of cross pollination, man. And that's the only reason, and we've had like longevity. That's how we've built a fan base, you know, uh, that's more than just somebody who likes hip hop. Um, cause people, you know, a lot of people out there love a lot of different kinds of music. And I don't think maybe the local, uh, some local bands give the scene enough credit, give, give the people who live here enough credit for, you know, being savvy across different genres. Well, and I think, your ears are kind of like mine too is like uh, if you no matter what genre it is if you go to a show it's the same tone throughout you know you, if you got to sit through the same tone for three hours you're going to be like oh, yeah it's oh, fatiguing I'm, re I'm ready to go yeah you know instead of when we did the birthday the last birthday show i had an acoustic artist open and then i had hip-hop after that then i had you know a country band they were they're a little more rock and country band mm -hmm. but it was country 
and then I had straight up punk and then I had, you know, another hip hop and the show, you know, kind of more of a party thing. And I think it went beautifully. Unfortunately, there wasn't a ton of people there, but I think musically I did what I wanted to do. For sure, man. I I think that, I mean, maybe you just proved me wrong there. You, you had like an acoustic act and a country act and a hip hop band, you know, like, and that's, and sometimes it just all does go together. You're, you're right about that. And you know what country and punk rock, like weirdly just go really well together too. Well, yeah. in, in, <laughs> in, in, in history even states that hip hop and punk were kind of together whenever it, it, launched in new york you absolutely know? So, true i mean my, they, my they old man had time. like a subscription to rolling stone and he would get whatever got a good review you know for like a 10 15 20 year span and and listen to it and uh you know regardless of the genre and and you know then we go on long road trips and he'd listen he'd have tapes you know of compilations and some of them would be like this lane or that lane and some of them were just all over the place you know he'd have beck and the cure and the the Notting Hillbillies and like Hank Williams senior, <laughs> like all, all tied together on some stuff. And, you know, it's like, uh, you, you kind of grow up with an eclectic kind of view of music. It's it, you, you kind of recognize that it's not necessarily the norm, but yeah, I think on some level, like that's something that, that I would like to see, you know, is like more, more cross genre, at least like live sets, you know, where you or like maybe more open mind. Cause I, I know like some, a lot of the stuff that we, we did, like we were, we were careful to like word it to where it's, I mean, there's some parts where it's a little dicey, you know, mm-hmm. but like careful to word it to where it's like a good message and like, it's not promoting this or that, like the negative type stuff. It's, it's like, uh, you know, it's positive uplifting stuff that would fit in different surroundings, you know, outside of like, uh, the atomic cowboy or something like that. Yeah, man. And at the end of the day, dude, I think people on Cherokee need to, you know, occasionally leave Cherokee and, you know, people who go to rap shows need to also go check out what else this city has to offer because they're probably going to find that they like it. Definitely. Yeah, I think so too. All right. Well, we're going to, we're going to get to know, uh, black Patrick here in a little bit because, uh, this is our first time meeting and, and that's one of the joys of doing what I do is like I get to meet people and it, it's usually in front of a microphone, you know, and we get to know each other like that. So it's pretty cool. But let's let's dip into the the album first. And the first track is uh, Dance Hall Crusher. So let's talk about that a little bit. So Dance Hall Crasher is um, is uh, one of the earlier tracks we worked on. Um, and it was it's one of my favorites on the record. Um it's real bassy. Uh, it's got like a wandering synth bass that kind of uh, that sets like a weird um, counterbalance to the to the simple drum that it's got in it. It's, it's it's pretty cool. It's basically the audio version of a mushroom trip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Doug Surreal. I mean, he made every beat on this on this album um, expertly, and uh, he was he was feeding us a bunch of instrumentals in it and at this point in time we'd, we'd done a couple songs with him and then when he sent us he sent us this one in like kind of a package with a few others and uh immediately like i heard this and and we heard it together i think for the first time uh and immediately we were like oh man this one's gonna be a bop it was one of those ones where like we listened to it like two or three times and then the next time i turned around matthias had a whole verse yeah i had like a song hook and and was like hey you ready for this song i was like holy yes that's awesome oh my i gotta figure out how to respond to this and it's like a long verse and it's like dang i gotta figure out how to tie what i'm thinking in 
you know, I was like, I think I can do it. I think I can do it. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm going to cheat. I'm going to bring in this, this little eight bar section that I haven't used that I've been sitting on that I wrote when I was like in my mid twenties. I'm going to tie it all in and knit, stitch it together. And, and, uh, and it, it came, it came off like pretty, cause that's one of the th- fun things about like rapping is like you have these kind of verses that you write and sometimes you write verses to different beats like while you're writing them so you kind of get a different feel of it because like every beat will emphasize different parts of the poetry differently and then you kind of find then at the end of the day you have verses that are kind of complete that you're looking for homes for you know and you kind of find the right the right match for the bpms and the tempo the mood that all that stuff the tone and so that this you know this this little snippet that i had kind of fit into there and then i had to just kind of build around it it's like like making my own puzzle pieces or something like that with words. Beautiful. And I know, uh, reading somewhere, <clears throat> um, that, um, this album was put together, you know, in different, you know, post COVID or pre COVID and post COVID and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, this is a pre COVID track, pre COVID track. Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah, we recorded at, uh, four different studios um, locally here, we, we worked at suburban pro initially and then, uh, fat Buddha because part of our payment for, uh, playing the world's fair a few years ago, uh, was some free studio time at fat Buddha, which is a studio I've worked at before. And yeah, it's they do great work, beautiful, yeah. beautiful place. Yeah. And so we definitely took them up on that and recorded a few songs there. And, uh, then we also recorded at the mixing boutique in South city with our, with our boy, Tim Hansen. Uh, who is excellent. And uh, then in LA, I recorded a bunch of stuff at, at the Manor, which is the studio we work out of. Cool. All right, well, let's check it out. This is Dance Hall Crasher. With intangible assets I'm a man for the action And smashing the fascists Can you imagine? I'ma slap me a clansman I'ma get you weak in the knees Like a backspin And I'ma lean like a banyan After I speak for the trees Like an axeman And I'm peak bohemian See me in the caravan Beating up the masters I'm the leader of the last men I'm the sneaky little meaning In the caption I'm the captain That captured the mass men Then I grant them all freedom Like a damn friend My bad but they understand fashion My plan's like I'm running back passing Trick plays in a gut full of passion The kid slays, probably just ask him I'm a planet on a platform Dancing through the universe like a bad storm I met Janet in Brad's dorm I learned everything I know from your dad's porn 
Like can I enter through the back door? Can I bring it to the limit till your back sore? Will I end up in a ditch with a crack whore? Or will I end up getting rich with a fast score? I'm a madman carrying the gas can. I'm a masked ass carrying the cat scan. I'm a blast on the ferry to the badlands. When I pass, I'll be buried in a bandstand. I'm a night crawler, I'm the king of the air, I'm ice water. You brought a fly swatter to the ring when it should have been a knife, you thought of. I'm the key master, better be faster if it's me you're after. I'm a dance all crasher, and a smasher, I can't fall backwards. I'm a night crawler, I'm the king of the air, I'm ice water. You brought a fly swatter to the ring when it should have been a knife, you thought of. I'm the key master, better be faster if it's me you're after. I'm a dance hall crasher, and a smasher, I can't fall backwards. Black Patrick's boy scored a hat trick Used to be the beat boy doing backflips Now I gotta quit avoiding the path that'll lead to the place With the toy contraptions for the noise that I make when I'm poised To react and rejoice in the fact I employ these tactics Poison extracted a joystick attachment Lloyd even had a paranoid reaction Boisterous raw like an oyster is moist If your faction is split about a faction A choice surreal Tighten up the cracks in the joist on the track Sparks start flashing across the steel Friction and traction A fraction of an inch in the grips of a chimp Throwing fits of passion Ignorantly blissful actions of a simple The fool on the hill looking hapless, you're scaring me I need air to breathe, I bring a tomahawk down like a Cherokee Everybody get drunk like Tara Reid And do something that's embarrassing Just take it with a grain of salt from the barren sea I like gumbo that comes with a guarantee Topped off with chopped up baby parakeet Don't pop off on a roll the boat merrily Greasy, grimy, I go for the gusto While I swashbuckle with a couple of cutthroats Blunt smoke billowing under the front door Scuffing the brass knuckles off a shuffle the drum roll Buffaloes running from the king of the jungle I guess you might have forgotten the nature is metal the Natural law that we all gotta up over following in the wake of a dangerous rebel. I'm a night crawler, I'm the king of the air, I'm ice water. You brought a fly swatter to the ring when it should have been a knife you thought of. I'm the key master, better be faster if it's me you're after. I'm a dance hall crasher, and a smasher, I can't fall backwards. I'm a night crawler, I'm the king of the air, I'm ice water. You brought a fly swatter to the ring when it should have been a knife you thought of. I'm the key master, better be faster if it's me you're after. I'm a dance hall crasher, an ass smasher, I can't fall backwards. the best of everything stl beyond fm uh yeah celebrating uh earthworm's new release of garden in the ruins and that is uh dance hall crasher and got black patrick and matthias hanging out and we're gonna go through the whole album and stuff but let's uh let, let let's take a moment for me to uh get to know black patrick a little bit what's going on how are you thank you for for coming and hanging out in beautiful collinsville with us yeah, thanks for having me, man. So tell me a little bit about you. Um, I'll be 40 in December. You're fucking kids, <laughs> man. I got, uh, <laughs> I got two kids. My son's 13. My daughter's eight. Uh, I work for a construction company. Do uh, do like renovations on houses and stuff like that. Uh, I do painting. I do framing. I do tile and uh, cabinetry, all, all that stuff, you know, trim carpentry. Yeah. Um, I've been doing that for 20 years. That's how I, I make a living. Um, 
been married for almost 14 years. Uh, and um, I'm excited about this this new album. You know, it's it's uh, I put a lot of my perspective into it and tried to to make it um, worthwhile, kind of worth worthwhile thoughts. You know, kind of stitched together in an entertaining you know way that kind of follows the the priorities of hip hop and how you write, you know, and, and poetry and stuff like that. It's a, it's a form of, you know, it's got its own set of, uh, you know, you try to make, you kind of come up with like, um, original rhyme schemes and try to like put thoughts into them in a way that makes it like a stream of consciousness that, that has a thread that can, you know, kind of links one piece to the next and gotcha. that's, yeah, that's sort of the game um know. when was when was the last release last the last album came out midnight at the capricorn uh came out in 2010 okay so 12 years and you've definitely uh, you know you said your kid's 14 yeah well, he'll, he'll be 14 in march yeah. Yeah. so do has has your writing style changed since you know those days to now um so I guess in in some ways, um, my pers- yeah, like your perspective so, definitely so has changed. One of the weird things the, yeah. is like when, you know at the point that we were at, you know, when the Earthworms broke up, and you know, and before that, you know, when we did our last album, I was kind of exhausted, you know, artistically. Like I felt like I needed to like live more in order to have more to draw from, um, to some degree. You know, maybe it was like a kind of form of writer's block or something like that, or. I don't know. I just, I continued to, to like work on like what I was kind of thinking of as my solo project for a long time. Um, and it, I, when it comes down to it, I actually feel like I function better as a part of a team, you know, with something to offer, you know, at, at the expense of my personal, you know, heart of heart ambitions or something like well, it that. Definitely, you, it definitely kinda, helps when somebody else is on your team and you don't want to let them down or they push you. Exactly. To do exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I know I have some things that I'm good at and I know I have some things that I'm not as good at. And some of the things that Matthias is awesome at are the things I'm the worst at, you know, and that's, that's what make us, a, that's part of the thing that makes us a good team. You know, it's that and, <laughs> you know, um, and, you know, I have a perspective about the music where like, I, I kind of like want to find a piece of, you know, the landscape and leave it nicer than I found it. You know, that's mm-hmm. sort of like, I'm trying to take the same approach to like doing house, you know, carpentry for instance, you know? Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's something that like I've had in my blood to a degree. I don't know. It's like, um, I found out my, my mom's, you know, I don't know. She's she's always had like good rhythm. My dad was a musician. He always you know played. So so one of the things I've I've found as like a father is like like my daughter. I could I could put her to sleep. You know if I sang this Harry Nilsson mm-hmm. song. I basically found my like because I I have kind of like um, I I have perfect pitch by ear, but I've never been like classically trained in, as a musician. So like it's. Um, and like when I went through puberty, I kind of lost track of my singing voice and I kind of found it as I had, had babies and, you know, needed to be 
lullaby capable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and it was less so with my son. I, there was like a couple Beck songs. Like I can still like make him feel like a two year old, like, you know, even though he's like my height now, he's a little overgrown. He's, he's plays uh, soccer for Lou Fuse. You know, he, he's been doing that since he was like eight. So like pretty competitive and he's, he's a, he's a good little athlete. So, you know, shout out to Ghani. That's cool. Yeah. So a little backstory, uh, Black Patrick uh, was, so when, you know, we were doing things back in the day, Earthworms kind of sprung out of the ashes of Core Project, which was, uh, you know, pretty popular band back in the day. I joined the, when I moved home from Los Angeles the first time, um, I joined Core Project. Uh, and I, I'd had been with a group called Jive Turkey, which turned into Art Thugs, and that's what we took out to L.A. And then uh, came home, I joined Core Project right away, but we also immediately started this side project uh, that we called Earthworms. And um, it was with me and Kama and uh, and Black Patrick. And prior to that, I just, I knew, I knew Carrie here from... Um, being at parties, he would, uh, he was a break dancer, uh, for logic who I mentioned before, mm-hmm. uh, he would be at all their shows on stage, uh, throwing down. And then at the after party, he would corner you and, uh, and rap at you. And, uh, and it was always like, it was, uh, you know, shout it, out to so-and-so, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that's, uh, that's how I knew him. I'm like, Oh, he's, that's the kid that, that raps at you at the parties and everything. But he, he was always really good though. Like the, his, his lyrics are, uh, it's, it's a puzzle and it, it's, it's super thoughtful and really clever and full of Easter eggs and, and uh, I was always really impressed by that. And so when I got home and I, I went over to our first session uh, in the core project house basement, uh, we recorded, I think three songs that first day, just, yeah. just sat there. We were there for hours and we recorded a bunch of songs. One of those songs from that very first day made it onto the first earthworms album. Actually uh, it's called Kesara. If uh, you know, if you listen <laughs> and, um, in any, any case though, I was like, Oh no, this, this, this kid converse, man. Like this, this is a great idea. You know, and he hadn't been in like a hip hop group at that point in time and, and Kama and I were veterans. So like it made a lot of sense I, to have this like younger raw energy. I had never been in a group or like had never really even envisioned myself becoming a musician. I, I've always been more of like a creative person looking for an outlet, you know? And then when I was that age, I was also like mildly superhuman, like, it was before I got my toe crushed and I blew my knee out, you know, and all this other shit that happens before to you as you get happened. old. Yeah, yeah exactly. you get old. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been humbled, you know, by injuries, you know, along the way. But, but at that point, I was basically like, you know, a damn gazelle or something, you know, or maybe like a leopard, you know. Was, uh, he really was. It, he felt, was it felt good. To, yeah, basically, like beat boying or breakdancing was like my, my sport from like 17 and a half, 18 when I got done with like wrestling in high school, I kind of just started teaching myself. I've, I've always been kind of like an acrobat. I like when I, I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle when I was little, <laughs> uh, my mom was like, you can either do gymnastics or karate. I was like, I, I already know how to do karate pretty much mom. So I'm just going to do gymnastics, learn how to do flips. And that was like three or four months. But you know, I, I picked up a lot about like learning how to stretch out properly and like kind of, um, losing your fear of falling over backwards. And so I used to be like the kid that, you know, I, I taught myself how to do a back handspring in fourth grade. <laughs> you know, it was like a crooked back handspring, but I've always been kind of acrobatic and a little bit of a show off. 
And then, and then I found out that you can like tie that all together and dance, which I hated that word. It was like too soft. I, when people would come up to me, like, you're going to dance tonight? I'd be like, no, leave me alone. Like, <laughs> don't talk to me like that. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yes. I'm going to dance. Yeah. I'm going to dance. That's what you want to call it. Then uh, we'll call it dance. I'm going to beat boy. All right. <laughs> I'm going to battle with gravity to the beat for a few, for a few seconds, probably 30, 40 seconds, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> And I feel you on the on the on the age thing naturally because I'm a, a tad bit older. But like, I think I went to a show a couple of weeks ago, and it wasn't a lot of people there. But they, you know, they started slam dancing and stuff, and yeah. I'm just like, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't, yeah, that was f- I don't want to feel that in the morning. No, no. In the mosh pits, when there was like not enough like room on stage exactly. for me to get for, for me to get down, I would like. Uh, I would like have a couple of the, you know, the larger crew members come out and then they'd like clear space and I would get down in the middle of the crowd and it was fun, dude. It was like, basically like, that was like my fraternity, you know, like all the musicians in St. Louis and like all all that, like that scene with core project and logic and essence of logic and, um, I'm going to miss so many, like there's so many of them, like Midwest Avengers, all, all those people like were regularly like crewing up and hanging out. And we like all got down together at this, like this jam band called, uh, uh, the pork chop mob. And we went down to like oh my God, Columbia, like that. every other weekend <laughs> for like two years, it seemed like. And there was a time where we were playing like two, three shows a month, you know? And then, and then, um, you know, I was feeling myself and, you know, we, I ended up having a little little baby and kind of had to get a little bit more serious, but everything was still working out. And then there was kind of a clash between Matthias and Kama to a degree where, you know, things didn't kind of, things, things had to kind of stop. And, and then I kind of, you know, I was left without a paddle, <laughs> like kind of just like, just cause I'm, I've, I've never been um, as motivated or ambitious. And, and, and so it's been, really good to like have it started off with the really good reason to kind of get back into it with the show that we played for for intellect mc when he passed uh we played we played like a commemorative you know like uh show for him and then um and him matthias and i got together and we started doing writing sessions regularly and uh doug surreal who provided the beats that matthias was kind of like thrown out there um he 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 gave him because they have like a relationship that goes back but um he was so impressed and like happy with like because he kind of set the tone and like kind of gave us like some something to write about for the first song that we did together with him and uh i think he was very like pleased with the way like we kind of like provided pretty much exactly what he was asking for and uh and then rather than approach it like he was uh selling beats to us we decided to like become more of a team and kind of work together and uh kind of all pitch in you know well, i think it turned out wonderfully which is why the uh, the new album is co-build yeah, yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's a beautiful album yeah. it, is. it was worth the wait you know although i feel like with the relevance it just like it it's weird there's a lot of moments in the album where it was almost prophetic in a sense, like the, the, the double entendres and triple entendres that you try to write when you're being, you know, cleverly ambiguous with, with your poetry. They, they tend to have like meanings that, that evolve on their own after you, after you write them. If you do, if you do it well, it happens more often. And it's, <laughs> it's weird how this album, you know, did like there's some things that were written long before like social distancing was a concept or something yeah. like that, for instance. 
sort of take it back uh, off of, off of what you mentioned um, with Kama. Kama Kama is he's the homie. He's you know OG member Earthworms. Uh, didn't take part in this new record. Uh, he's busy in life. He's a dog trainer for uh, numerous celebrities out out in California, and um, that's that's his whole thing. Went to school for it. gave gave his whole self to it, and now he's thriving. He owns his own business out there. He was working for Caesar Milan for quite a while as his head trainer. Uh, really honed in his skills and and now he's you know he's the guy you go to if you're oprah winfrey and <laughs> your dog's trained in yeah. california but um anyway he gave us his blessing to move forward as as earthworms um you know the 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 beef that existed back in the day was brief um you know we needed to break up and and move on and all that but it is you know time mends everything and and it's it, being in a band is like having a bunch of you know intimate relationships all oh, at yeah. once and it's you know it's a it's definitely a balancing act and sometimes you need a break mm-hmm. and uh and these days i mean you know kama lives in venice beach i live in hollywood hills and it's basically like another state but we hang out when we can uh we we're good friends again uh he's coming to my friend's giving party that i'm having uh mm-hmm. next weekend at at our apartment and uh yeah we uh, we hang out and speaking of dancing i just want to tell this quick story i, I went to <laughs> last uh last year went to a punk show uh, at the Shrine Auditorium in LA with Kama. And um, it was Rancid, uh, Dropkick Murphys, and The Bronx, which is one of my favorite bands. Yeah. And um, I got to see The Bronx last time Rancid oh came through. Well, last time they oh, all yeah. three came through yeah, together they, at Pops. They played at Pops, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I saw that same and, tour. Well, and I don't, I don't think I ever even showed it, but I got that. Oh, you got a rancid tattoo, man. One of my all-time favorites, bro. Out Come the Wolves is one of my top five albums anybody's ever made. Um, And the newer Bronx album is, like, spectacular, too. All all their stuff is great. But anyway, it was a joy to be there. Great show. Thousands of people were there. It was the first concert I'd gone to, like, proper concert uh, since before the pandemic. And uh, we got lit, you know, drank drank a bunch of tequila, probably. And... uh, ended up uh, there was you know the big like circle pit you know where everybody's like dancing mm. like like aggressively skanking and like throwing yeah. elbows yeah. and knees and shit and <laughs> i i jumped in like i got bad knees my back sucks <laughs> but i fucking jumped in there just like i was 25 years old and fucking <laughs> threw elbows with the best of them uh got knocked down at one point some random dude like extended his hand picked me right back up and i like continued my <laughs> my uh my wrath and it was oh, it was yeah. we had the best time i probably felt like i was 80 years old the next morning but uh i don't remember exactly yeah. uh but yeah that was that was yeah, my version I of definitely dancing. got sent flying i mean there was the times when i dropped in and was like all right clear space let me bust it out but there was definitely times when i jumped in with the heavies <laughs> All right, let's uh, talk about Long Way to Go. All right. Yeah, so this one's pretty trappy. And uh, it's uh, we wrote this um, directly after uh, the George Floyd uh, situation where he was killed. And um, the protests were flaring up. At the time, I was living in West Hollywood right by Runyon Canyon, a block from Hollywood Boulevard. And which is in turn two blocks from sunset and the protests that it was protest central there. You could hear the tear gas from our apartment and um, it was pretty rowdy. And obviously, you know, here in St. Louis, we've been through it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, 
we we know what what that is you know via ferguson and and everything that happened after and um so you know it felt really familiar and um you know we, we you know I, i'm a i'm a socially conscious person and I, I write about what's going on in the world in my world um at at in real time a lot and so this was a direct response um, to to George Floyd and what happened there, and uh, I think you'll be able to hear that in the lyrics and the tone. Yeah, sure. I mean that's something that I, I I respect in a lot of your your stuff is that you don't necessarily dwell too much on the subject, but you do poke at things at times. Yeah, you know, with the flow and I was yeah, still, I mean, mine is yeah. more abstract. It's more of like a um, you know a call to to being responsible and being father and, and kind of like, um, you know, but it's, it's, it's this, it's on the same, it's in the same vein and it, it, it definitely, uh, follows like with, within the same like path that, that he's going for. Right? Well, I think that's just a reflection of our styles in general. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty direct, you know, yeah. and, and you are more abstract and that, you know, and it works well together. Yeah. All right, let's check out Long Way to Go. This is New Earthworms. It's a bitter cold world. Fathers need their son to face it. It's been bothering us since we first realized we were naked. Not an easy pill to swallow without a bottle to chase it. Got a tough act to follow, bring it back to the basics. Adrift, repudiating dismissive claims of lack ambition to fit the frame. Conditions that are fixed to change. Reposition and spit the slang. Switching with the swashbuckle, switching lanes. Chandelier swinging to the sway, kicking suede. So yo, spin the record like a skipping stone. Ricochets, situations worse than we anticipated. Left the room in disarray. Guess we better clean the mess. Heartbeat in my chest, opposite of cardiac arrest. Absolved from my decency, withdrawals ever so sheepishly. Dressed in the wolf's clothing, shrouded and cloaked in secrecy. Heedlessly continue the path I pursue seamlessly. No room for the squeamish that sleep can resume dreamlessly. But was recently treasons written off as conspiracy. Nonchalantly, despite that we know the nature of tyranny. If you're hearing me, the guaranteed path to achieving. Clarity exists not on this imperfect earth with this disparities. Got the law of attraction, but guaranteed is attrition. Entropy said, illumina charge a fee for admission. Just to be in the kitchen and put your foot in the door. Searching for meaning that you can put your purposes towards. It's a bitter cold world, fathers need this under face it. It's been bothering us since we first realized we were naked. Not an easy pill to swallow without a bottle to chase it. Got a tough act to follow, bring it back to the basics. It's a cold world, you know that we live in. In the cold world, you know, right? We living in the cold world, you know. This revolution got a long, long way to go. It's a cold world, you know that we living in the cold world, you know, folks. You're living in the old world, you know. This revolution got a long, long way to go. I get my almond milk at Trader Joe's Spill it on my hater foes My people crazy woke Love to watch a racist choke I see a ray of hope And riots on a major scope I see a basic bro Who isn't trying to face it though I see a lot of fucking danger In the safety zone A little baby in a manger Ain't gon' make it whole Ain't no messiah but fire We're trying to make it glow The insulated to feel the pain Until these chains are broke You wanna tether your soul To a burning building, bruh You wanna die on that hill Cause we hurt your feelings, huh? I came to bring that fucking smoke like I'm a Philly blunt I came to build with love and hope that's what we really want That and fucking stop killing black people Defund the cops in the idolatry of weasels 
Put that money in the streets to watch the peace grow. White supremacy's dying, but it's gon' bleed slow. In a cold world, fathers need this under face it. It's been bothering us since we first realized we were naked. Not an easy pill to swallow without a bottle to chase it. Got a tough act to follow, bring it back to the basics. It's a cold world, you know that we living in a cold world, you know, right? We living in a cold world, you know, this revolution got a long, long way to go. It's a cold world, you know that we living in a cold world, you know, folks still living in the old world, you know, this revolution got a long, long way to go. Been a Celebrating the new release from Earthworms called Garden in the Ruins. And that was a track called A Long Way to Go. Um, first initial run through of the uh, album, uh, the next song is probably uh, one of my picks as being my favorite. And it seems to be a little bit more aggressive. And uh, so um, talk to me about A Light in the Attic. Sorry, I was making a video. Yeah. I'm doing very important work over here. Uh, Light in the Attic, man. This is one of my favorite. It's a banger. It's deep, dark, and dirty. Synthy, grimy. Um, the the song title comes from the Shel Silverstein book, um, which I grew up on along with Where the Sidewalk Ends, you yeah. know. Shout out um, to Shel Silverstein. The, uh, the song in general is, is it started out being kind of like when I pitched the idea, I was like, let's make a song about imposter syndrome because we all kind of feel that. Right. And yeah. yeah. And so it, it, uh, it turned in, you know, obviously you have an idea and then it takes whatever direction it takes organically. And, and so it is, you know, partially about that, but it also, for me, because uh, Carrie and I come from different places, we'll we'll take like an idea, you know, a theme, and do our own thing with it. You know, use a, use inspiration of a theme, and and what comes of it is is usually pretty different, although goes together extremely well. And and for me personally, um, it's about the darkness that's inside of all of us. You know, I I think we we spend a lot of time um, trying to convince everybody else how you know how like good we are and like this, you know, the, the, the face we put on for the public or whatever, but everybody's got their, their darkness and, and self doubt. And, um, it's just kind of a, you know, an open realization of, of that, you know, like my, my entire verse is about, look what a terrible person I am. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> my, look mine's kind of like making fun of myself for like having feel, feeling like I have to say something, you know? So I'm kind of like, just stringing together nonsense for the fuck of it with a loose thread that ties it together even more so than I do normally. And it's kind of like, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's the same kind of loose association. And then I change like, change like the tempo. Cause it's like a, more of a dynamic, uh, beat than some of the other ones. So it's got like, 
like more of a pocket into it and like it, towards the end of my verse I, like I, I was kind of saving this like set set of uh lines that kind of uh fit into fit into like the groove better and so I kind of work towards that you know throughout my verse I don't know it's it's <laughs> it's weird to describe to describe like the dynamics of like how how I think of it you know as opposed to like like what I was trying to, cause I basically took the idea of imposter syndrome and literally started my verse with like that as my rhyme scheme and kind of went in like with like that as a concept, but it's almost like, um, it's, it's sort of like it, I like going, going with, starting with that and then seeing where it takes me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, your verse even starts with the words yeah, imposter okay. syndrome. It's like, okay, where do I go from here? Right. And I'm like, look, look at me, fuck up. Hey world, look at me, look at me, drop the ball on in every conceivable way. Look at, look at me be a dark person. Look at, look at these terrible, these awful thoughts that we all have, mm-hmm. you know, like let, look at, look at this darkness, you know, let's, let's, you know, let's celebrate it. Let's celebrate this, this darkness because like everything is balanced and it's a yin and a yang and, you know, uh, you, you can't appreciate the light until you've, you've ventured into the dark kind of thing. Yep, definitely got to have uh dark in your life in order to, you know, uh, appreciate the light. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure. It's the devil on your shoulder. That's yeah. what this song is. All right. Well, let's check it out. This is a light in the attic. It's new earthworms. and 
drone Lost in the foster kids home Capacitorously awesome Chocolate dipped in brimstone Top my top of gang and move cautiously Most the wind blown But hop on top an ostrich and ride it across the bridge Old timers are lost their grip though Griping about the crypto Shadow box a composite shoplifting the wishbone Look at me, look, I got smoke billowing out the window I'm not the type to panic, especially at the disco Look at me though, look yo, nine tail fox on tiptoe Slick as a pan with the Crisco, breathe fire by the fistful Big fan of old flip mode, way back when I had a flip phone Was a ninja turtle coming out of my shell as a b-boy copper skin punk Go clutch when it's time to clinch, light up in the attic as a fist Probably could've caught it on a hunch, Jimmy full of Grinch Put a pretty penny in a pinch, try to get the money in a bunch Pumping them with kicks, now I gotta follow with a punch Scuffling a slip, caught him with a fist Pull him out of trouble, had a shovel in a ditch Look at the message you left in the kitchen I don't want you to let me catch you slipping But I've been watching you like you've been telling me to While you try to play out of position Easily dodging a head-on collision Don't act like I don't know how to play chicken Peacefully pumping the piston Subs in the trunk and he bumping the system Comfortably jumping the beat I guess that I just need something to eat Something to chew Look at me looking for something to do Like I'm stuck in a zoo Nothing to prove Stubble and humbly stay on the move In a concrete jungle I'm teaching my son how to hunt for the food Got a preach on the run and keep speaking the angel in your heart When it's the devil in control I'm the Light up in the attic when it's dark up in your soul I'm the metal-faced villain, I'm the shadow on the sun I'm the midnight marauder when the battle has begun Yeah, who's gonna come to the forefront? Is it gonna be the one with the horns up? Is it gonna be the one with the wings? Do you wanna be the crow that sings? It can't rain all the time, and it can't rain all the time Fire it up! It can't rain all the time, and it can't rain all the time Yeah! Fire it up. We're celebrating uh, the release of a Garden in the Ruins by Earthworms, uh, and hopefully you guys are going to make it to the show tonight. Um, it is absolutely free, so, I mean, that's one good plus about it. Yeah. And no, the cops aren't coming for us. If you can hear in the background, or, or are they? <laughs> they? Maybe they are. That beat went too hard. Oh, We're yeah. coming to get you. <laughs> um, last time I saw uh, or seen whatever the good English is, um, Matthias and the Pirates, um, you had a, a a wonderful human being open up for you named Damon. Yeah, um, that was our last show. Yeah, that we've played. And I feel I feel bad because I I was so pumped just to see you guys play that I like kind of almost ignored him, and and, and I, one day I'll sit I'll apologize to him for it, but um, he is just doing amazing things and his stuff's just getting better and better, and uh, so we're going to talk about uh, the first single off of this called Cool Runnings, which features Damon. Um, let's talk a little bit about that. So Damon is, uh, I mean, he's a great friend of mine and he's someone I've known for 20 years. Um, he, you know, I knew him when I, I think I told the story earlier, we did a song together back in 2002. Maybe I didn't mention that to you yet. Uh, that's actually, I didn't, it was, uh, Doug surreal made the beat and, um, it was when he still lived here. He lives in Portland these days, but, um, so I get picked up by, uh, cat Davis and Jai Davis bits and pieces, um, and Damon's in the car along with, uh, grand, another, another friend, um, of, of the group. And, and so I'd never met Damon before he was going by Wafik at the time. 
and he was he was young he was he was uh full of fire you know and uh he was like rapping in the car the whole time on the way there getting you know honing in his verse and all that and we went over to doug's place and uh, recorded a song um it's called one man's trash uh, it laid dormant for years and years and we finally put it out on one of the prologue compilations i can't remember which one but Farfetched used to put out a prologue compilation every January and uh, kind of to set the tone for the year. And we uh, included that song as like kind of a hidden track on, on one of the last couple of prologue compilations. And uh, in any case, um, Damon, uh, he was v- super impressive, you know, that day I was like, wow, this kid can verse, this kid goes, you know, mm-hmm. And, um, and so we've known each other since then. And over the years, I mean, he's just matured into literally one of the best rappers in the game. Um, and when I said he's the best in the world, you know, at the beginning of this show, like I, you know, I was being cheeky, but not really like the dude is really one of the best rappers I've ever heard. Um, he's also one of the best dudes and, uh, he's really smart. He's got his game together. Yeah. I think he's developed very well as just an artist. He really has. He really has. I mean, hell he made, he made like a, uh, what he called a grunge trap album a a couple years ago. Uh, he doesn't even want to release cause he decided he didn't, he didn't want to go that direction anymore. And he had the wherewithal to like know what direction he wanted to go and like not release music. He no longer believed in. And, uh, which, you know, on one hand, I think it's a brilliant record that nobody's (laughs) ever going to hear. But on the other hand, like I completely respect, you know, his, his decision and his steadfastness. He, he knows what he wants to do, how he wants to do it. And he's successful because of it. He makes his whole living on music. Um, he gets a lot of sync opportunities, you know, on Netflix shows and, and various other, um, you know, high profile placements. And, uh, and he does it because he's, good at it and he's good at the business side of it he's got great representation and and uh yeah a lot of respect for for him and he's an he's an an overall good person oh yeah he's he's one of the best yeah yeah for sure so let's uh check this out um this is like i said the uh the first single off of here and uh we're gonna jam it now and this is cool runnings featuring damon and it's on beyond fm What it, what it look like? 
conscious but I relax Keep my mind open and focused upon the track that I follow Much as he bit off, he gotta swallow Pop the lid off the top of the bottle, hollow it out Drop a jewel, fuel for inverting a shadow of doubt Feeling the groove, the lucid dream Dragging his out of his den Black Patty's wagging his tail at it again Habit of hopping into the pocket and ripping the hem Slipping a gem or two, kicking a center two Centipede dip under your tennis shoe Revenue for the decadence, beckoning to the penitent man I carry on in the pursuit of an intelligent plan Cause I'm a medicine man Hacking it through the jungle with a machete in my hand Ready to take a stand Hand it through the shovel if the levee's under man If you ran through all the trouble you can handle, y'all can scram It ain't all just rainbows and chicken wings White watch walls stained with the nicotine Ain't got big bag rolls and limousines Perfect game, throwing everything but the kitchen sink It ain't all just bangles and skinny jeans Yelling Connie for the lot, but it stays bittersweet Splinter cells barking up your Twitter feed Hanging out like space balls on the missing list It's a rumble in my tummy, struggling with money Came here for the nummies, stay cause it's lovely Stay cause the city keeps punting Stay cause we came from nothing and we made it into something It's an epic like Frodo in the one ring We're schizophrenic and we don't know what we're wanting First and third and the cleanup hitters grunting Thirst is served and the meter keeps running How can a fella help it? She's stunning Booty that'll make you lose your cunning But Rudy gon' fail if there isn't any hunting The ship gon' sail if the it is just fronting Run and tell them worms are coming The old girl is humming We turned it up cause the whole world is mumbling We earn your trust with the slow burns bubbling We turn rust into gold with cool runnings It ain't all just rainbows and chicken wings Whitewash walls stained with the nicotine Ain't got a big bag rolls and limousines Perfect game throwing everything but the kitchen sink It ain't all just tangos and triple teens Melancholy all the but it stays bittersweet Splinter cells walking up your Twitter feed Hanging out like space balls on the missing link that's Cool Runnings, Earthworms on the Best of Everything, STL Beyond FM. You guys are having dropsies today. Yo, hanging out like space balls on the missing dropping link, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that is more of like, uh, to me, old Earthworms yeah. sound. And, yeah, good yeah, call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I know that you guys had talked, to, I'd seen somewhere that you guys were planning on releasing this on vinyl. Is we that, are. It's forthcoming. It should should have been here by now, but uh, supply chain fuckery and preference given to uh, big budget artists uh, have pushed our particular project back uh, longer than we wanted it to. But yeah. we knew that was a possibility when yeah. we sent it off in February yeah. to get pressed, and um, that's uh, it's a, it's a possibility that became a reality, man. So that's why that, those kids are liking that that vinyl now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We got a pretty limited pressing, I think. which is good for overall for the whole world. It's but a, it, it sucks if you're an artist trying to get vinyl made. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a beautiful piece of art, it's a collector's item. And it is. It, is some, it sounds amazing. Yeah, that too. too. Yeah. yeah, sounds so warm and good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm stoked for it to come. I mean, there was a chance that it was going to arrive this week, um, but it it just hasn't yet. So it'll probably show up on Monday. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, something like that. But we're gonna do a. Uh, I've got. Uh, we're gonna do a pre-order. Um, tomorrow at today rather yeah. at the show. Uh, so if you, if you come to the show tonight, uh, we have a, a QR code, it'll be at the merch table and, uh, you can click the QR code. It'll take you right to the, the spot where you, you can pre-order the vinyl. 
uh, and we'll send it to you. And uh, we highly encourage you to do so. Well, I'm ordering two copies, but I want one autographed for the wall. Uh-huh. Oh, sure. we got you, man. Cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll enjoy that. I'll cherish it. Trust me. Yeah, no problem. Um, let's talk about Snakes and Ladders. Snakes and Ladders, this man. This is the most recent track that we recorded, actually. Yeah. We, uh, it's uh, So, yeah, Doug just keeps, Doug Surreal keeps uh, sending us these beats like, hey, what about this one? You know, we're, we're doing the discussion for, you know, all these different finalized mixes and stuff like that. And he's like, hey, we got this uh, really dope beat that I made. And then. <laughs> It's like, yeah, Doug, that is dope. And we didn't we didn't know what to do with it for a while and then all of a sudden I turned my back and Matthias had a verse and like a chorus and like a you know, a, a like a an idea for like a back and forth kind of section, like Beastie Boy style, kinda mm-hmm. old school. Um and so I got to work and um and wrote like a response to it and uh it, it turned out pretty cool. It's it's more of a slower, slower beat, but we kinda bounced back and forth with it. Yeah, it's dope. Uh, Zek Bishop, uh, young artist, uh, lives in Kansas City. Uh, he's worked with Damon a lot. Um, you, you can find a lot of their collaborations out there in the ether. Uh, he's got a strong, strong, powerful voice. He's a, an amazing writer, a songwriter, uh, knows how to capture a vibe and um, really knows how to lay down a hook and and we hadn't had really anything with that sort of energy on the record yet. And, and this song lent itself to that. There's a nice open space that, that he filled up expertly with his voice. Um, I sent him the version, you know, the early version of the track that just had me on it. And, uh, and I was like, you can, okay, so imagine another verse on here. Uh, but here's the general gist, the general vibe, this kind of, kind of what it's about. If I, if, if you can like pull out a meaning, like this is kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he took it and a week later, uh, had a beautiful, beautiful hook recorded for it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I dig this one a lot too. Yeah. I, I recorded it at Cap in Capo's basement mm-hmm. in his house. Um, and he did, he did a really good job, you know, and, but, but shout out to grill. Cause he just, at this point, Sam grill understands how how what I'm trying to accomplish is I can kind of give him some some kind of sketches and some storyboards, you know, v- verbally like or lyrically or you know when I record I I know that like I can be confident that he'll take what I'm uh, what I'm giving him and stitch it together in the way that makes sense because it's like kind of you get into the studio and it's like you want to get it perfectly you know everybody's a, you know I'm, at least I'm a perfectionist and I'm probably my own worst critic so it's hard <laughs> for me to kind of you know, know when enough is enough, you know, and he yeah. does a really great job, like gives me a lot of confidence that knows I have like to, to know that I have like a, such a competent, like team member, like behind the scenes, making everything sound amazing. Basically. Uh, Sam. Yeah. Grills is a, uh, he's a world-class uh, mixing engineer and, uh, and mastering uh, expert. And he really just like killed it on this record in general. We could send him an entire mess and he would, uh, he'd make something completely beautiful out of it. This is a great example of it. Yeah. Right, let's check it out. Snakes and ladders, earthworms on beyond FM. <laughs> I defy an order, 
I'm running for the border for the spice in California Or I can fly to Florida for the slice of Babylonia Cause I can smell the boredom through the fire in Ogamora La Russa to La Sorda I'm joking, well sorta I can't afford to bore you like a normie in a Porsche I bomb atomically for all the glory and the lordship I promise not to sleep through all the story and the porn flick Something about a horse stick Something about a Norseman and a swordsmith And a shadowy foreigner with endorsements Born of unknown origins The source is made of porcelain Of course I'll use the force again A hooligan and a cardigan among ghoulish men of importance I make noise with rude boys But I'm still a sportsman I choose joy, I'm moving these old bruises into storage Captain of the DeLorean Redacted in the memoriam Historians will tell the story And the ending is gonna be glorious be for the things that matter Never hold back, never get knocked down Subjugate the guard of snakes and bring the chaos to toe. Archetypal hero, dragon slaying, pallid and glow. Propping up the palisade around the palace of gold. Yo, my crew came to stake a claim to the throne. Deep in the underground, they know to keep the catacombs cold. Roll with a thundercloud emboldened by the mic that I hold. With a bolt of lightning tightening up the grip to fight for control. Hope the seance will pay off. I brought my purple crayons. Like Harold, your heart can sing llamas in Himalayas. Promising Sherpas always embarking upon the purpose. Imparted on them in service to all of us on the globe So follow me while I flow If you wallowing in the shallows Come paddle up to the boat Cool shadow of the float Parading down the boulevard with gravel in his throat With catapults and rattlesnakes and ladders on the moat Gotta be a flame for the things that matter Never hold back, never get knocked down Everyone say it's the power that matters Living your way never lets you down Even through To the tango, I'm sticky rice with the mango. I'm shifty eyes when you give me high. I'ma slip and slide till I plateau. Set the timer for the gato. Flex like I'm at a rap show. I'm an asshole. Is that so? Yeah, ho, guess I'm canceled. Gray rapper was born and bred in the bride patch with the brambles. Nearly got trampled by the stampede and heard the sheep handing out the free samples. Ought to be ample opportunity for me to keep hammering on the handful. And dodging it if it's dropping, dams will flying off at the handle. Take a short bus to the disco. I won't fuss till I get home. I'm half cocked till the band stops and the last shot is a fistful. I do push up. Till it gets swole Swimming around in a fishbowl I'm a sicko Is this so? You wish bro I'm a dip though Big bone bimbos That can read you like a thick tone And keep you locked in limbo Like the Count of Monte Cristo Odysseus and Calypso Inflammation in the lymph node Of the patient Lead the way back To the basics Off the get go Gotta be a flame For the things that matter Never hold back Never get knocked down Everyone say It's the power that matters Living your way Never lets you down Even through Hanging out with Black Patrick and Matthias from Earthworms going through the new release, Garden in the Ruins. Um, I had the pleasure of uh, sitting down with DJ Moff, um, doing a little recorded conversation one day. And um, I had asked him uh, what his uh, favorite thing, 
I guess the most the best thing that he's done or most memorable or favorite or whatever um, of his career. So I'm going to go ask you guys both individually of what your favorite moment was or something like that. Wow, that's hard. Yeah. Uh, you're talking. We get, about we get a, deep here, man. We get deep here. It's uh, God. My favorite. My favorite moment. The first thing I'll go with the first thing that pops into my head here. Um, and there's there's been quite a few. I mean, playing in front of twenty thousand people at Soldiers Memorial, you know, opening for Bell Biv DeVoe, and then again that was that was Earthworms, and then uh, with Pirates, we 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 did a show with the Urge down there as well. Again, twenty thousand people. That's you can't beat that. But I think my favorite thing that I've personally ever done, and it's it's an Earthworms story, is when we were on tour in Europe, we. Um, we were playing a series of uh, military bases uh, all across the continent. And for the most part, it was a, um, a tour of uh, World War II sites almost, you know, like places that there were battles, like Battle of the Bulge. We played like right outside of the Hurricane Forest where that battle was fought and one of the most brutal battles in, you know, in history. And, um, you know, but the the show from that particular tour that sticks out is they sent us to Kosovo, which was still, you know, an active war zone at the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, Serbia was still rising up trying to get the territory back and and all of that. And we played at Camp Bond Steel um, and uh, we played in a room. Pristina. And yeah, just just outside of uh, Pristina in Kosovo, which is a very tiny country. And at the time, the newest country in the world. Uh, super bombed out still a lot of new construction going on right next to buildings that had been destroyed by missiles, you know, that sort of thing. It was wild. And, um, the base we were on, I mean, it was an active base. So everybody was in fatigues. Everybody had, uh, you know, an automatic weapon on them at all times. We went went from like a, a, we went through a series of military bases in Germany and it was kind of like, a, you know, from our perspective as like traveling artists, it was sort of almost like a camp, like a summer camp vibe, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> be like, Hey, you know, here's the gym, here's the food hall, here's what you yeah. gotta do your, you know, whatever. Um, and then here's where you'll be sleeping. And, and here's then, your like fancy ass world-class. And then bus. when we got to bond steel, <laughs> when we got to camp bond steel, it was like, it was like, you guys are visiting a minimum security prison and this is where we keep the barracks and like, mm-hmm. everything's like individual, like a uh, little, like, shipping crate that everyone stays in yeah um, so it was interesting the show itself we had our best uh draw of the tour at this particular show everybody in the crowd was in full fatigues and had a gun on them on their shoulder and um we had a great reaction i mean the whole tour we had great reactions people were super super stoked to have us there um it was when we were at our you know our full strength highest power you know most most known uh nationally and now internationally and this was uh everybody was just super stoked cool even if they've never heard of us before we're like really happy to have like a little taste of home you know Mm -hmm. and at this particular base in kosovo you know where people are you know on guard at all times and and uh, everything it was a great release for them and it just it felt so incredibly good uh to to be able to perform for these folks I think I think that's what I'll go with. Yeah. Okay. How about yeah. you? I mean, that's I I feel very similar to Matthias about that that whole experience. Um, it's kind of hard to like because like the moments on stage in front of thousands of people are like comparatively as cool as like moments that you have with individual people, like where you just 
happen to cross paths and like kind of vibe and understand each other. Like that, that happened a lot to me during that tour. So it was like kind of hard to like parse apart, you know, like the, just, just being there. It's kind of like the thing as a whole. And then, you know, I, I guess one of my initial thoughts when you, when you asked me that was like, um, there was a, a urge reunion show that was played at the pageant, uh, that logic opened for. Mm-hmm. And, this was just when I was a beat boy, but I got up on stage and did something like with logic towards the end of their show. Like, um, and I landed like a backflip on, on beat and like the, you know, the whole place went insane. And that was, that was definitely one of like the moments where I was like, I got it. I got it. Whatever this is, this is, this is a cool so feeling. I, you know, like, I like that. <laughs> that felt cool. <laughs> like, and so, you know what? I mean, not that it's being an MC and being a beat boy, um, or, you know, like the elements of hip hop or whatever. It's like that sort of, like I kind of embraced that identity to a degree as, uh, you know, in my early 20s, you know, like I was saying, the, the fraternity that we had built kind of between like the different groups that mm-hmm. were always doing shit in the St. Louis kind of to Columbia, to Kansas City, to Chicago, to Kentucky, you know, like that whole Midwest range that we kind of was our stomping grounds for a long time. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, we could uh, stories for days, obviously. Uh, it's there's been a lot of real high notes for sure. I mean, I, when I, Matthias and the Pirates, we opened up for Femi Cootie once, and I'm a big Afrobeat guy. I love Afrobeat. Uh, and that's Fela Cootie's son, his mm-hmm. oldest son. And that was an extreme honor. It o- was a, opening for Gift to Gab was an honor. Yeah. I, yeah. I really thought that it was cool that, like, I, that I got to grace the same stage as Talib Kweli. Although, um, I had to go home early because my wife got got kind of sick. <laughs> I get to see Talib. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And it's been it's been a great ride, it, you know. And one of the one of the things that also sticks out in my mind is I uh, for a couple of years, just very occasionally, I was a part of a uh, Fishbone tribute band. And in being in St. Louis, you're not a real St. Louis musician unless you're in a tribute band, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, yeah. <laughs> my sister is like friends with the guys from Fishbone too. It's, oh yeah, it's yeah, a small world for sure. And so um, we we decided, and it was just supposed to be a one off because the world does not need a Fishbone tribute band. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed um, to be a party. But we did, we did it and we, it was really hard work and the, it was the reason I mention it is because I'm a rapper, right? And I, you know, I sing a little bit, but I'm not great at it. And so I had to work really hard to sing songs that Angelo Moore sings, who is a fantastic singer, one of the best. And, uh, and they, they graciously let me be a part of this group. Um, and I came in and I gave it my best and it took, it took the hardest work I think I've ever put in, in my career to try and pull off these songs. And then when we, we had a show at the ready room, it was jam packed, basically a sold out crowd um in fact we drew better than fishbone did <laughs> but um didn't you do a song was, with ozo motley uh yeah i also did yeah that's, that's right yeah, good no. memory man like yeah, they, whenever we played at mississippi nights I, yeah. that was that was actually kind of cool because like i went like i don't know it was a, it was a cool turnaround like the fact that we did a song with steve steve ewing was like that, that like geeked me out because like when i went to point fest like five or whatever the one where he where Steve Ewing was bouncing around on stage with Three Eleven, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> towards Jump the right end in. of the evening. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. it was amazing. Um, and then like you know because he was like had close ties to Webster and like the guys from Earthworms are all from Webster. They're like his like little brothers to a degree. So it was like uh, 
you know, I would go to like a logic show at Mississippi nights and, and I would, you know, go on, on the floor and then, you know, Steve Ewing, the Steve Ewing band would be playing with them. And like, at some point, like he like recognized me and like, you know, like he's like, Oh, it's you. And I was like, yes, it's me. yes. And you know, it's, it's, it's just kind of cool to like, you know, it's like, uh, like I was talking about doing it, it's half the battle, you know, it's like, there's a small network of people. It's a small world. It's like, you just, you know, just, Dream big and go after it and do something. And you, you, know, you right work there. hard. Yeah. You, you keep going. You keep chalking. And then all of a sudden, like the people who inspired you, you know, your musical heroes are your contemporaries. Right. And like yeah. you know each other and you're doing songs with each other and and that kind of thing. So it's that, that super was definitely rewarding. a highlight. You know, and that day that we had uh, filming the the music video that we that we did for that for that song that we did with Steve Get Up um, mm-hmm. when we were out in L. A. That was that was a great day. Yeah, we, <laughs> we filmed that song on the Sunset Strip. It was super fun. Yeah, had fun. It'd be fun. Yeah, you wanted a twenty minute answer to that question, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, good. Hey, man, we're I'm I'm here all day, man. Um, let me let's talk about I Narcissist. If you want to do that, that is uh, I think that's one of my favorite songs on the the album. The the beat that Doug Surreal made is like a really cool melding of like his like, um. What do you like that trap style and like that and like the upright bass jazz style of like the '90s hip hop era? Like it's a weird kind of uh, beautiful symbiosis between those two, and then like true, and then Matthias came hard with like the concept again, and so we kind of both kind of waxed nostalgic like philosophically on on like um, the idea of what narcissism is and like what it means and like. Especially in this modern world with, yeah. you know, the TikToks and the the Instagrams and, and all that kind of stuff where it's just like a sea of selfies and like unrealistic expectations. Definitely. And it's like kind of, I, I kind of wrote about like, like how to like accept it and, in, you know, like and dodge it and, you know, embrace it and harness <laughs> it, but like keep it at arm's distance sort of, you know, as like a kind of a breakdown on like how not to let that that sort of uh mentality consume you or something like that you know yeah like you know carrie's not even on social media really yeah you know and i i am you know i I promote a lot and on on the socials and i keep up with friends and post pretty pictures of southern california on Mm -hmm. instagram and all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff um so like i see all the uh the other side of it too where it's it's like look at me look at how pretty i am look at you know and it's it'll be like uh you know somebody with like a big filter on like looking you know like fakely beautiful with like a super messy shitty room in the background kind of thing <laughs> yeah. you know that's kind of what this song's about it's like you know that that perfection thing we've achieved it check it out you know it's yeah. like, <laughs> no, you, you don't achieve it you chase it you chase, you chase it you never catch it yeah. <laughs> all right let's check it out this is i narcissist on beyond fm Don't cover the scar under varnish Don't hover 
above it like love isn't part of the darkness Touch it, it's harmless Don't act like a picture poster with a big fake smile in a busted apartment It's indicative of living with a pot to piss in Dismissive substance and hardship Just look at that mental health You flexing eventual wealth Presumed all the fuck's given Consumed by the bubble you live in You just want grit right through it Like a big old dummy, let's get right to it You just want live life fluid Like you don't need money, you a skin tight nuisance A facade of wellness You looking like God, but really it's hellish Probably make them all jealous Probably touching the sun or something embellished We can see that filter We can see that house ain't got no pillar You a narcissist, you just fill a Hundred dollar bill with a cunning of a killer You ain't floss like you play for the saints Who the boss that takes the complaints Dirty girl better pray for the rain Fuck boys ain't breaking the chain Internet got people low It ain't nothing but a weasel show Bunch of vacant fucks will get stuck When death comes creeping slow Uh, doing too much You doing too much Baby girl, you doing too much Break it off, making it bounce Hitch up a wagon and take it to town Set the protagonist into the drama Surrounding him, haunting and hounded by doubt Itching to leave the residual cloud Found in a chakra, shoot out of my crown Fit for the spectacle, witness me clown With or without what I need, I'ma keep on competing I planted the seed and continue to feed it The carbon I breathe in exchange for the oxygen Conscious of each droplet of water I spot on the beach Millions of pieces just out of my reach Put into practice all that I've been preaching About to the people I see on the street Sinking my teeth in the belly of the beast The bird and assertively seeking relief Work like a beef for some honey, so busy My company said he keep up and compete. Uh, doing too much. You doing too much. Baby girl, you doing too much. Big bro, you doing too much. But don't wait till it's a little too late. You doing too much. You doing too much. Baby girl, you doing too much. Big bro, you doing too much. But don't wait till it's a little too late. Matthias is, is taking a break. We're going to go a little one-on-one with Black Patrick. And basically, Matthias is going pee. So, <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to talk about two for fin- flinching. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Okay, so this next, uh, this next song was probably the only mostly complete song from what I had been conceptualizing as my solo album for a long time since, since the Earthworms broke up and since before that. Mm-hmm. Um, this this song has been written for for the most part in its entirety for like 10 years um and it's, it's a weird example of how uh when you intentionally um kind of uh when you intention intentionally frame your poetry with like ambiguity um and like with the the idea that people will be able to take you know, what you've written different ways and have them have different ways of taking it all be correct, you know? Um, well, there's something special about just writing something and let, let 
the the listener interpret what the art is right and, yeah. and then you have that and then you have like if it's well written and i'm sure this is something that people that are into literature are very familiar with but if it's well written enough it'll it'll have an evolving meaning over time and that's basically what happened in to to a degree that's kind of I, I would say it borders on what I would un- consider prophetic, yeah. you know, not like in a belief system way, but just as that's what I would call it, you know. I mean, I did the same thing to myself talking about having kids before I had them or th- this and that kind of, you know, like yeah. you um, you get up and say things every, you know, like 100 times on stage and, and sometimes like the meaning behind what you're saying kind of takes its own own roots, you know, deep in your subconscious or something like that. So, um this one's called two for flinching, you know, like the, you know, like you're not supposed to, to flinch. And then if you, you flinch, you get punched twice, yep. you know, I remember that, playing that game, game. for yep. being a kid. Yep. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's kind of, um, my response to like where I'm at in terms of like wanting to be an activist and I having to go to work tomorrow, you know, I'm, being a father and trying to, you know, wanting to protect my kids, but knowing that the only way I can really protect them is by making them strong and courageous and able to deal with, you know, adversity when it comes their way, which it will eventually kind of thing, you know? Um, and then on top of that, it's like, I, it's basically like thick metaphors and fun wordplay and like me, uh, me doing this thing that I like to do where I try to exhaust a a rhyme scheme, like a complex rhyme scheme that has maybe two or three components to Mm -hmm. it. Um, and I'll just kind of try to think, you know, think as many different permutations of that, 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 that I can string together in a cohesive, uh, that air quotes, cohesive thought, (laughs) you know, you might need to smoke some weed in order to follow me. Exactly. (laughs) but, But yeah. Um, so, so yeah, and I, I've been sitting on this for a long time and there's some lines in there like where it's like, I was talking about like the sickness metaphorically going into remission <laughs> metaphorically. Like I was talking to some degree when I wrote it, I was talking like, like sicknesses and like, oh, that's ill. That's sick. That's, that's dope. That's, that's cool. You know? Um, and, but like things like that kind of take on, like, so it's like, I, um, it's when I kept my distance, you know what I mean? So I, I say that, um, um, but yeah, it's just, it's an interesting kind of like a social perspective, but from my own pers- personal kind of, um, perception, you know, and it's kind of, uh, you know, it's got its own, uh, metaphors on how good I am at rapping type of style of, you know, poetry, but at the same time, there's some interesting stuff, but woven into it and, Hopefully you like it. Doug Surreal had had this beat um, on the rotation for us when he was when he was showing on. I was just like, uh, I I made a beat for this on a like a, a Yamaha motif, and at some point I'll, I'll probably record it just because for nostalgic purposes again. But it's like uh, this this beat fits perfectly with this uh, this verse. So yeah, here it is. Let's check it. Two for flinching on Beyond FM. Listen, listen, listen. 
Not to live by the tools I was gifted And the rules don't apply When I'm schooling the whiz kid On staying fly Forced to kill a jewel Straight up lifted Yo, listen Catch me if I'm drifting Had to take a step back And that's when I kept my distance Cause you know it's one for the thing Called love But two for flinching Push comes to shove Got to choose your position Like my mood's on sky blue Accumulating nimbus Neutral like the litmus And your skinny dipping liquid Spoon fed the riches Maneuver like a cougar Let's assume That it's vicious when it's moon and envision The whole jungle is his kitchen Making double wide incisions Troubled by the vision But the fusion is efficient Refuse to use a fusel in the barrel that I'm fishing But I'm not the type that can't trade a sparrow for a pigeon The one to be imperiled over arrogant ambition But acting like a pharaoh's an American tradition Rocking secondhand apparel like it's limited edition While I'm laughing at this weather when it's waspy little biscuit So given that their shareholders inherit their position What's the If I hearken to the herald of sedition I'm a peaceful shaman warrior on the road to perdition And I've been on the polar boat whenever with precision Sagittarius listening to vicarious initiative With an act for extradition from precarious predicaments Grip the microphone and tell the merry men I'm with them Cutting deep through the bone to the marrow with the rhythm And the merits of the system Bad comparisons to prison It's disparaging to witness if you're staring at the schism And it's widening like light that's divided within the prism And it like a vice grip, griping just like a victim for stifling my politeness. Trifling with my vixen, no tribal, you find my likeness. I'm liable to keep my business viable with finesse. While I tie it off to my fitness and pry loose from distress, I try not to abuse my privilege. Amused by the mischief, my views almost twisted. I refuse not to live by the tools I was gifted. And the rules don't apply when I'm schooling the whiz kid. On staying blind, forced to kill a jewel, straight up lifted. Listen, catch me if I'm drifting. Had to take a step back and it's when I kept my distance cause you know it's one for the thing called love but two for flinching push comes to shove got to choose your position Yo, listen catch me if I'm drifting wondering if the sickness ever goes into remission the function and assumption is supposedly a symptom of the plundering and pillaging molded into the system wisdom it is the best of everything STL beyond FM and uh Two for flinching there from uh, Earthworms. Of course, we're celebrating the release of Garden in the Ruins and a big party tonight at Platypus. Free show. Head out there. It'll be a good time. Who else we got coming on this one? So, uh, Damon. The aforementioned Damon is playing, and our good friend Jonesy yeah. is, uh, is going to open things up. Uh, both artists have guests joining them. I know Jonesy's got Capo coming in to, uh, to do some stuff, and... Uh, Damon has uh, Wreck Riddles and uh, who else? Yeah, that that Revenge Supreme of the Nerd Soul. That yeah. Revenge of the Nerd stuff is banging. Yeah, oh, so he, so he's yeah. got he's got he's got his new group uh, performing with him. I think they're going to do a good handful of songs together. Cool. So uh, yeah, Wreck Riddles and Supreme Soul, and that's a that's a good collection of talent right there. Oh yeah, and of course Capo is a is a legend, and him yep. and Jonesy will do it right. Oh yeah, Jonesy's bringing a lighting rig too. I do want to throw that out there, uh, so it's going to be elevated uh, experience this evening. Oh, nice, add a little more ambiance. Um, Let's talk about uh, disinfectant. Disinfectant was the very first song that uh, we recorded for this project before we knew that this was a project. Um, Doug sent us the beat. 
he sent it to me initially. Uh, he, you know, he's like, Hey, let's do something new together. We haven't made a song since 2002. And I was like, well, that sounds good. And so he sent me this beat and I'm like, Oh man, this is exactly the kind of lane I've been thinking about. Like it's, it's more, you know, synthy and spacey and bassy and, and, uh, weird, right? Like I was, I was getting tired of making boom bap. I, I was, uh, you know, I mean, God love it. Right. But I've, I've done it a lot. Yeah. And I wanted to stretch myself and do something new over a different soundscape. And, uh, and it was during the time when, uh, earthworms had regrouped to play some shows and, uh, and we'd been talking about writing some new stuff. We'd been working on, uh, some new material over other production, a little hodgepodge, this and that, some stuff that Capo and I had made together, uh, beat wise. And, um, yeah, Matthias called me up and he was excited and he was telling me about this like concept of like, um, like the world, you know, like there was an apocalypse or like the world kind of ended and like we were trying to rebuild it and like what it would look like and we're, what, you know, like this, this kind of vibe. And then I heard the beat and I was like, oh, that's actually really sick. You know, it's kind of the, it's kind of the nexus of the album. Um, and basically like he it was, was Doug's idea. He was conveying Doug's idea to me. And then we basically, for whatever reason, we were able to like pretty quickly execute that concept and, and kind of frame it you know, with our, within our, like our own style, you know, for lyrically sure. and, uh, and it kind of, kind of created like a landscape that the rest of this whole album kind of sits on to me in my mind. And also it, it, it really does need to be mentioned that the song is called disinfectant mm-hmm. written and recorded in 2019 before the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. It was another one of those kind of hard to put your finger on exactly how but it's sort of prophetic and it's you know just the theme of it like, like looking well, i have done that i have done that in, in the past and in, in, in a, my guitar player friend that, that i was in a band with still brings it up every once in a while like back i was in a band from like 94 to 98 ish um <clears throat> but a lot of my stuff that i that i had written was um Stemming, some of the songs were stemming from just me remembering pieces of the L.A. riots and stuff like that back back then. Yeah. And so going back, you yeah, know. Yeah, history repeats, and, man. And then coming back around and, and, and him going, man, those lyrics to that song, like, just applies to life right now. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. It's wild, it's man. It's kind of one of those things that, like, synchronicity, you know, a little bit, too. Yeah. Sometimes it's not the good kind of synchronicity, though. You know, we write yeah. disinfectant and record it like about the world hypothetically coming to a halt and having to rebuild it in its <laughs> yeah. ashes. Call the song disinfectant, and then a global pandemic happens. Yeah, so our like, bad. Sorry. <laughs> I was kind of imagining like, uh, fault, like the beginning man. of The Walking Dead. You know, when you're like, you know, it's yeah, just like exactly. empty highways and like. You Sheriff Rick Scrounge. scrounging for resources and stuff. Just, like, oh, oh, we found a truck full of disinfectant. Well, what was used, what used to be like a common product is now a commodity or something like that. It was yeah, that was the concept, and it, yeah, it became eerily close to what literally what, we, what you know society itself at large was kind of teetering towards. And it's it's a good thing. It's it, you know, literally one year later, you can't find disinfectant at a Walgreens. Yeah, yeah, you know? it was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. Or toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> TP. Great. <laughs> All right, here's uh, disinfectant, and it's on Beyond FM. New Earthworms, kids. Rap, 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 rap,
Better get selling out of Rivendell. Put the oars in the water, give it hell. Drinking insane, mind as infidel. Science won, religion fell. The whole world know what's coming. Skies on fire and the sun's blooded. Never knew revenue was nothing. It's impending doom and now you love something. Whatever man, battle with your better hand, battle with your other. I'ma never get to Neverland. Gonna blow with the wind like a metal dad. We can build a better boat, remember that. We can live where empathy reigns. Gently stepping on friendly terrain. Celebrate strange, hella great brains. You won't see your enemies again. When you're watching the world explode, do you like the way it glow? But why does it feel so cold? Why does everybody move so slow? When you're watching the world explode, do you like the way it glow? But why does it feel so cold? Why does everybody disconnect it? But I still father my kids, wandering off of the grid, misdirected. How do we squander the gift? We were given, got dropped in a bottomless pit and tested. Pondering the possibility that my positivity has potential to get reflected. Consequently, we feel responsible for setting an example that gets respected. Wonder what the odds are we locate a truck. We can pop stars stocked up with disinfectant. Drop it in a hot bar, hiding from a mob in a boxcar, chilling, but we need some breakfast. Willing to be seen as defenseless, on guard, reckoning with threats, relentless. Teach my apprentice the peaceful pensions. But each brush with death will leave you breathless When you're watching the world explode Do you like the way it glow? But why does it feel so cold? Why does everybody move so slow? When you're watching the world explode Do you like the way it glow? But why does it feel so cold? Why does everybody move so slow? I summon the power of Grayskull While others are calling for angels And others are calling for changes And others are calling with the angels Didn't know that you were going to uh, add a profit, being a profit to your resume, did you? <laughs> you know, I, I did. I prophesized it. Yeah. Yeah. Matthias the prophet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if only we'd have put that song out in 2019 and warned everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about uh, Take a Piece Back. All right, so this this particular song we actually released a few months ago on. Yeah. Uh, on We've been spinning here beyond FM. Oh, excellent, yeah. excellent. Uh, so Capo, uh, in tandem with Four Hands Brewery, put out the Capolation, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a collection of uh, St. Louis hip hop artists and phenomenal. Uh, we phenomenal uh, package, yeah, yeah, really, really great, and um, and so uh, we, this was our submission, and uh, initially it was thought and surprise cap. I don't know if you know this yet, but. Uh, it was thought we weren't going to include this on the record. We're just going to put this on the, uh, on the, on the compilation and have it be a standalone, but it ended up going on the digital version of the record. It is not on the vinyl. So we kept our word on that, but we, we decided to go ahead and put it on the digital record. And, um, the song, uh, I mean, it's based off of a, uh, you know, a Chuck D vocal sample, uh, from public enemy. And, uh, and the song, the beat, when Doug gave it to us, was called "Take a Piece Back." That's what we just we kept the theme, we kept the name of the the song, and uh, we we just kind of wrote like a kind of a, a bra- sort of a braggadocious uh, rap track, and uh, framed it around uh, you know getting getting our piece of the the pie back. You know what I mean? Coming coming back into the cut and and uh, you know take taking our spot again. You know. That's, that's kind of how uh, how it developed. It's not that complicated. I think. I think it's it's the most uh, rapping about rap rap track on the uh, on the record. <laughs> <laughs> 
I do enjoy it. So let's let's jam it. If you haven't heard it already, because like I said, we've been spinning it since you sent it to me. So um, I love it. It's a take a piece back. It's Earthworms on Beyond FM. In a puddle full of ripples is typical Like an earthworm's purpose is simple Fertilizing the dirt where they determine the crap Wriggling under the surface to bring a piece of America Back to back jacks when you factor in the facts Bat flipping the flask, kick at a glance, giving the chance The chapter of humanity's ratchety, what a sham The panic at the disco, so give me the rap hands Safety is a myth, like the ways that we make a wish In the haze of a bait and switch, in the face of a crazy bitch like the mist in a painting it is a trick for your brain to remain numb it's the day that we stay dumb we eat up all the freedom fries and demonize the heathens but we disguise a piece of pie to cover up the lesions scheming like the magisterium upon your demons we lean into those likes to feed us a better feeling a freewheeling team stealing lifer on a magical mystery to reciphers you miss me with them vipers we canceled all the culture yeah we calling out the liars you looking past the noses though we need to fix the wipers we stay immune to the worst germs We don't agree to your perverse terms We stay free and get our thirst served We stay free until the hearse swerves We're up until the world burns We are the night crawlers We making night moves with night rangers We writing haikus with lightsabers We about to slide through the flypaper We about to rise like a skyscraper The American dream Earthworms, 
take a piece back and it's on beyond fm the best of everything stl hanging out with matthias and black patrick and uh thank you for tuning in and hanging out and uh make sure you you know uh if you're if you don't have time to listen to the whole album go on spotify and all that stuff and or come to the show and sign up and get yourself check, check a, it you out know, copy that's right or go on Bandcamp and uh you know purchase it yeah and uh pre-order that vinyl Sounds like a good plan. Um, so let's talk about what we got up next. Oh, we got unfucked. Yep, unfucked. All right. So this is my <laughs> uh, my solo track on the record. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's about there's a running theme. Um, I guess like when you're going through a global pandemic, that you know you wrestle with your demons. You know, we have a lot of time to yourself, to your own thoughts in your head. And, um, you know, just kind of working it out, right. Just sort of figuring out, refiguring out who you are and what's your place and, and, uh, how to wield this, this insane energy that we've been dealt. And, and, um, that's kind of where this comes from. I, I used to take a lot of night walks. I still do. Uh, but in the neighborhood I was living in, in West Hollywood, I would, I would take a lot of night walks up through a neighborhood called Outpost Estates, which is, uh, really, you know, exclusive, like celebrity laden Marilyn Monroe used to live there kind of neighborhood and, and, uh, right, just right above where my apartment was. And so I'd walk through there all the time, almost daily, get my steps in, you know, mm-hmm. and I did a lot of writing on those walks. Um, quite a few songs on this record, uh, that, that we did after I had moved, um, were written, you know, on my phone while I'm, while I'm walking through these, you know, lavish neighborhoods. And, um, but the, uh, the, the thing about it is, is we were going through such a time and, uh, there was such a darkness and it didn't matter like uh, how beautiful this, this reality, this neighborhood I was walking through and lived in, uh, was like the prevailing energy was dark and, um, you know, everybody was wrestling their demons. And this song is about, me wrestling my demons and uh, humanity wrestling, you know, the biggest demon any of us have ever been uh, invaded by in, in our lifetimes and uh, how to, how to handle that energy, you know, and, and just sort of talking about it. Let's check it out. This is new earthworms, of course, and it's unfucked on beyond FM. in your arms until you're weakened and they revel in the carnage blessed be the brave we battered broken and enslaved they'll choke upon our names while we toast upon their graves zealous want martyrdom like pardon them for the slaughter of modern men and their daughters but cardamom's in the sage i'll burn it till it hurts when i breathe until i'm certain it's clean until the man behind the curtain 
curtain is seen Until the worst of us turns to dust And Percy is pleased to be freed Till Medusa's finished watching him bleed I don't believe in gods of vengeance Murder and spite I think that people been pretending that they further in flight We played them dirges at night Like what's the purpose of disturbing my light Have you decided if it's worth it to fight So peep game, these things are just part of the deal, man It's strange, we so motherfucking scared of real change We start them at an early age Talking about them pearly gates Making them afraid of earthly rage Let's turn the head Climate's on fire and can't relax. Toxic like the virus supplier is anti-mask. Toxic like the miles of wire you can't see past. Broken like an open wound, stoking the coals into plume. Choking on ropes made of doom, hoping the ocean consumes. The whole globe, we don't know if it's coke or the shrooms. Bro, I'm just broken like you. Bro, I'm just broken like you. And that's dramatic like a ghost in the attic. I'm dramatic like the gold up in the coast I inhabit. Yeah, I'm doing the most, homie. I stay close to the magic. And I suppose my reaction could be stoked, but it hasn't been. Scavenger passengers in the land of the bastards have come to plan the disasters and fucking stand with their masters. A masochist and a pacifist till I'm sick, he can't handle it. After the fall of Los Angeles, I'll be offered a manuscript. So call up an ambulance or get stronger than Atticus. Answer the call of the blasphemous, dance in the dawn of the last of us. So call up an ambulance, get stronger than Atticus. Answer the call of the blasphemous, it's the dawn of the last of us. of everything STL beyond FM. Um, almost almost to the end. Yeah, um, you did uh, put a little tribute in there for Intellect MC. Um, do you want to 
give some flowers and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to give some flowers. Intellect, uh, I mean, he passed away in 2018. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely one of the best uh, MCs to ever grace a stage in the city of St. Louis uh, and beyond. And he, just a natural, just an incredible voice, just an incredible knack for for rhythms. Uh, Could freestyle with the best of them. Couldn't even tell it was not written kind of thing a great influence on me personally as as a rapper as a writer and um he uh when he passed um you know he was a collaborator we toured with him all all that kind of stuff and and uh you know it was it was pretty shattering and uh he you know the 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 party that was thrown in his honor and a fundraiser for his family um, is what got us back together. Um, it's the entire reason we're sitting here right now. Um, you know, it's almost as if he, you know, his, his energy, uh, for us, uh, transferred, you know, into, I mean, it it almost forced our hand. It was like, Oh shit. You know, like we got back together very organically, um, as a result of that, you know, and that, that performance that night. And, uh, you know, so it, it made a lot of sense to, you know, if we could pay tribute to him on this record, uh, which which we could because Moff had this treasure trove. He he had made a uh, mixtape uh, back in what two thousand nine or something like that uh, called uh, Earthworms One Hundred One or Nightcrawlers One Hundred One, uh, and it was all remixes that he'd done of Earthworms songs and uh, you know mashups and things like mm-hmm. that. The, the stuff he's known for and and um, he, uh, he we had you know a bunch of uh, hip hop stalwarts both local and otherwise call and leave voicemails on uh, on Moff's phone so he could you know lay some up in this mixtape and uh, and intellect did one and I think it made it onto the mixtape I, I can't remember but uh, I'm sure it did but um, he you know nobody had heard that mixtape in a decade plus and and uh, he still had these voicemails and he, he pulled it out and we, we threw it on the record. Um, and it should be said like the song that comes after it uh, features adverb superb, which is intellect's old rhyme partner in, uh, in limbo, which is uh, legendary uh, St. Louis hip hop group back, back from the nineties. Uh, so it, it goes right out of um, intellects, you know, interlude here mm-hmm. and, and into the song that, uh, adverb superb is is featured on the gotcha. yeah. and uh, one of and my favorite songs on the album yeah it's a really good one yeah it is very good um we'll, we'll go into that also um from the interlude okay um so we can talk about garden of heathens real quick if you want to do that so yeah man it's uh garden of heathens we we it's a perfect song to end it um i love the way it wraps everything up and it kind of also brings the sound back to the earthworms that the old heads will recognize yeah um it's more boom bappy you know jazz jazz based um you know certainly when when we first recorded the song we had a just a small collection of deep dark bassy shit and then doug's like yo i love this one i want you guys to lace this up it was his idea to get adverb superb and t menace both like you know legends in the city and both artists who i've known and respected a very long time i used to live with t menace in the central west end like 20 years ago you know we've known each other forever his old group fat monkey and my old group jive turkey played countless shows together um you know, and, and so it was, it, it already made sense. And, and Doug was like, yo, let's do this. I'm like, yo, I'm fully on board. Let's do it. But we didn't know like how we were going to fit this song into the record. Cause it didn't sound like the rest of the record. It has yeah. this total like old school energy and vibe. It's another verse that I've been sitting on for a long time. It was kind of, uh, you know, it was, I've been wanting to find the right home for it, you know, for, for, for like the solo album for a long time. 
um, I think around 2013, 2014, I guess, I was getting really close to finally um, working up the motivation and, and uh, organization and, and ambition to to start recording. And I had like a whole bunch of beats and I was kind of starting to, to, you know, it was starting to take form. And I, I played a show, I think in November, uh, it was November of 2013 with Capo. And it was like the first time I've ever played a show by myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I performed this verse at that show. Um, and, uh, and basically like I had just written it with, um, with, so like it was kind of like I, as I was getting reintroduced into to like you know doing shows and writing and trying to be interested in it again I I taken a little break um you know and to kind of get get my son and his bigger big boy britches you know he was ready to go to kindergarten next year and um and I was starting to get back into the swing of things and I I wrote that verse um kind of spurred on by my my nephew who was like really interested in what I was doing and like wondering why I wasn't doing it. And, and so like, it was, um, it, it was kind of largely written to him. Like, you know, like this is what I do. This is how you do it. It's this easy. You know, you just kind of take some words and start playing around with them and bending it around until you find like a narrative and then you kind of keep building off of it. And, uh, I, I did that show and then I found out that my wife was pregnant and everything got put on a back burner again. <laughs> and I kind of got sidetracked and luckily my, my brother Matthias here, pulled me up out of the uh the the, the, the concrete and, and broken up <laughs> uh two by fours and stuff so i could you know get back to what one of the things i meant to meant to you know contribute while while, while i have my time here on this earth you know yeah. so yeah i think this verse ended up being probably one of the best examples of like a beat fitting really well with a verse that's actually polished and honed enough to where like I could play with it in the studio and knocked it out, you know, and it felt great. And it's a longer verse. And Matthias came, came this time. I, I had something Matthias had to kind of, <laughs> had to kind of, uh, you know, adapt, to. adapt to and compete with, you know, cause we, we are kind of, no, I don't, I wouldn't say directly, but you know, we're like, we kind of, rival each other we have a mutual respect you know like sometimes they'll be like hey was that was that part of this rhyme directed at me and i'm like no I mean, yes it was yes it was it was directed no, at you no. but no not really <laughs> um yeah man and so like this you know from my part on this song i mean carrie really took the lead here and and uh, he was feeling this right off the top and um you know i was i was on my own trip i was like no i'm into this deep dark bassy shit like and doug's throwing this uh this boom bap thing at us and i'm just like oh god another boom bap song okay all right everybody wants to do this song i'll fucking do it you know <laughs> i wrote i wrote a verse you know we recorded the song it's a sick verse and yeah. then i i forgot i didn't forget about the song but i didn't like pay it any attention for like a year you know i'm like okay well we recorded that like everybody's happy we recorded i didn't listen to it i didn't pay attention to it i just wasn't into it and um and that's that's no shade on anybody's contribution to the song i you know it's it's not the the art that was created it's just the vibe that it carries it's not where i was you know but then i listened to it again like when we okay we got a bunch more songs recorded and um we got to really start deciding are all these songs going on this record and i, I took a, a my first listen to this song in quite a while and i was in a different headspace i guess and i'm like oh no this is dope this is a good song. What, what was my problem with it a year ago? Like what? I like it. This is great. And it ended up being the perfect way to end the album. Yeah. 
Well, let's uh, let's check it out, and uh, we'll we'll come back and and wrap things up and and talk about a, a few other things before we before we leave. But uh, let's check it out. Yo yo yo, yes siree, this is your man Intellect MC. I want to send a shout to Mob and the Earthworms, representing 2009 fiscal. We be banging on wax like kids with pistols. Check it, check it out, yo. You know the deal. This is MC Intellect. Keep it real, yo. Represent, do your thing, dog. Alright, this your boy Intellect MC. I want to send a shout to Earthworms, DJ Mob, killing it for 2009. Chill, chill. No Kodak, water oxes grazing in the pasture. Foggy in the throwback, amazed with a disaster. He's beholden, but he won't laugh. I playfully procrastinate the flow mat. With this microphone that I'm a master, make it toast happen. Maybe I can motivate you, bastard. You know that. The nomads are prone to the romance. Stone on the homegrown, flown from the homelands. Fly like ozone's holes in my bones, cold, clothed in my own glow, glued to the ground, though. Moved to the sound of what I lost, but I found in the music they toss to the pups and the pounds. Get your ducks in a row, quit fucking around. Fit your foot flush with the flow and buckle it down. Help a young buffalo put on a couple of pounds. Sharp tongue of trouble is foes while he juggles the counts. Juxtaposed against hoes that wanna suffer the pounds. But I follow the path I chose, so I'ma tougher than bounce. No doubt, count on my blessings while I humbly bow. And wish me luck with the crowd of people bound to be out on the town this evening. If you see me, give me a shout. Believe in what I'm about. I wear my heart on my sleeve. And if I told you I was dope, would it be hard to perceive the perspective of a protective father regarding my seat? I'm thinking nope, especially if you're in the garden of heathens, growing artisan weed and casting out the partisan demons. In fact, can you forgive me for the carbon? I'm leaving my footprints on the carpet, beg your pardon for breathing. If it's prime for the harvest, it's that time of the season. Connect the mind with the collective, call the grind through the grievance. Keep on shining regardless, perfect the rhyme with the reason. No disrespect, but I bet that you thought that I was just teasing.
play the part, but it ain't for the faint. You wanna be a star, but it's plain that you ain't. Listen to the hypocrites, still fucking ripping it. Still chill like a little kitten is. Spilling the milk in the building impetus. Killing the insipidness. Give them all the business in a bowl full of chicken shit. Get lost in the sound of the beat. Round here, we not down with defeat. Mound City gritty, give a pound in the street. Earthworms know how to clown in the heat. St. Louis original, anything but typical. Ain't never not rip a flow. Ain't never not visceral. Considerable luck, but I won't stop flossing. I'm miserable fucks. Rap sucks, it's a feast for the vultures. And I'm a lifelong guest in the culture. But I can tell you that I'm better than the poker. Posers rapping over all their own vocals. What the hell is that? Y'all don't get a pass. Grandmaster Gas, probably kick your ass. You hit the brakes, I'ma hit the gas. You shit is fake and I'm built to last. Milly Vanilli, but we the clash. I teach a lesson in braggadoche. You wanna come to me flexing it to bag of nopes. Magadopes, get a rushing from a lack of hope. Hope they didn't see you there. Bear might have came back to poke. Who is this? Matthias and Black Patrick. Science and badass and violence and grandstanding. Giants who tap dance and the flyers to rap stances. Pirates of Penzance, inspired by last chances. That's the record. <laughs> That's it, man. Yes. Love it. Um, I think it's uh, a definite. I can see where you wanted to go in a different direction. So it's very definitely very synth heavy, but it's yeah. uh, it's a fresh version of you guys. And I like it. Yeah, man. I mean, when we set out to make the record, we didn't want to make a nostalgia album. Yeah. You know, we wanted to do something new and current and, and uh, we wanted to to step back into the fray in in a meaningful way. We we didn't want to just make another you know boom bap record. And and uh, Doug was the perfect collaborator um, because the stuff he was making was really fresh and new and interesting and and wholly unique. Uh, and it carries its own vibe. And uh, is you know this record wouldn't be what it is without you know, his production. I mean, obviously, you know, he, he, I think it's a good balance of breaking new ground while allowing us to do what we're good at. Too. I mean, yeah. Oh, for sure. No, no, that's right. I was starting to yeah. meander, man. It was yeah, a good no, call. So I, I think yeah. that's one of the things that we did. <laughs> we, we, we kind of like, uh, we didn't reinvent what we're doing. We, and we didn't like change up the skill set. You know what I mean? We're, we're still good at what we do in, in a sense. And it's kind of a lane and a niche, but, but we definitely expanded our horizons a little bit and kind of conveyed some of like that, like I was saying, I hadn't lived enough in order to feel like I had a lot to offer lyrically at some point, like mm-hmm. maybe coincided with just natural writer's block or like a lull in like the creativity. But but this was sort of like an update to that, you know, like it kind of gives you like a, I don't know, it's like a, a an encapsulated version of, of uh, 10 years worth of growth and perspective and... uh and uh yeah just the love for for like the the inv- like i was telling matthias like the album is almost like uh it's like a 
It's like the evil within the, the evil without uh, pushes you into a confrontation with the evil within. And, you know, and at the same time, like you kind of get to know um, both of them better so that you you because, you know, you have to deal with them. You can't just they, they can't be completely eradicated because it's like a part of yourself or something like that. Or it's like a it's like an unpredictable part of reality outside of yourself you know and you just have to you have to roll with the punches you know two for flinching you know what i mean yep. also i think there's a uh something satisfying in a way um not that you don't want this project to be super successful if it's possible but also you know uh you know this time in your lives you're not looking to be rock stars yeah, you know man. I mean, you're doing it for the fun of it now. Yeah, and for just sure. Putting something out, you know, a project out there just because you love it. Definitely. And obviously, we want it to be as successful as possible. You don't work on something yeah. for three years without like hoping that people hear it. But at the same time, I mean, anything that happens on that level is a bonus. You know, it's it's great. And luckily, you know, we've got a, a machine behind us in breakfast that. Um, you know, is, is here to push it. And we've got a distribution company in Symphonic that will help us out with, with, you know, getting it into as many influential ears as possible. And I've never thought of it as like a, um, a good thing to have like low or no expectations, but it's not a flaw either for sure. Um, and that's sort of, that's sort of consistently been my, my perspective and attitude. Although, you know, like, at the same time, it's like uh, you want your art to be good enough to where you know it reaches people, and at the same time, like I have this sort of purist sort of look at take on it, where it's like, well, if I do a good job at you know at capturing you know that 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 vibe, that feeling, that that thing that you're trying to to you know that butterfly, whatever you want to call it, that rainbow, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you do a good job of capturing it, the art will speak for itself, you know. Yeah. For sure. And, you know, I think what we do is on par with anything out there right now. And that's obviously blowing our own horn here. But, uh, you know, we've been doing it a long time. And I think we we know that we're pretty good at it. And, uh, you know, I think we made something pretty rad and pretty special. It's a good marriage of like hyper lyrical hip hop and like deep and bassy club music almost, you know, like it's a good marriage of those two things, you know, and that's something that had been on my mind personally for a while is, is doing something like that. And, you know, there's other examples of it. Kendrick Lamar is, is a real good one, but uh, run the jewels is a real good Mm -hmm. one. But like, um, you know, and I, I think that I've, I took a lot of inspiration from, from that because I'm at heart, you know, a lyricist, like I'm a, I'm a puzzle maker. And, uh, you know, that's, it's hard for me to like dumb shit down and write simple stuff and, and, and make pop music. That's, that's a very hard thing to do. Um, I think for a lot of people, but like for someone like us who, I mean, we grew up in, you know, we came up making like hyper lyrical music and, and trying to be as clever as possible. Uh, it's, it's almost just ingrained. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, my, my approach is largely always been trying to kind of create music that I would that I would be interested in or that I would like and my tastes have always been kind of more obscure you know I I grew up kind of um maybe avoiding pop music to a large part I think you know like on some level I was disenchanted with like the saturation of guitar heavy based music you know enough to where when hip-hop hit its full stride 
um, it had something that that I like that I liked. Like the the idea that you can take, and we talked about this in the Rock Paper podcast uh, episode, but like the idea that you can take like a snippet of like some old time ragtime music, you know, that no one's ever heard, and can kind of like reorient it, you know, melodically to where it fits into a like a hip hop kind of uh, rhythm scale or you, rhythm pattern. And and then you know you put dope lyrics over it and it becomes a sort of like timeless sort of rejuvenate. It's the art art of taking it's the art of taking a piece of art and creating new art out of that yeah. old piece of art. Yeah. And that's the foundation of of yep. hip hop music, man. And it, and it still remains the same. And that's that's not lost on us. I mean, we're we're making less sample heavy music yeah. these days. There's almost no samples on this record. There's there's a few we we snuck in there and 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 uh, but and whatnot, core, but it's still the same concept. Yeah, yeah, and 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 none of it is like we're we're not going to get like dinged for anything because it's all just short little pieces parts but like um mostly it's it's all wholly you know unique um you know organically created music and and all that but like you know all of our old records back in the day super sample heavy man yeah. like all <laughs> those three records are that's as hip-hop as it gets you yeah. know i mean what, one of the things I've, i was trying to accomplish in this this album and it's kind of ethereal and it, it's kind of culturally motivated but it's like you know i have a 13 year old boy and it's um it's important to create, and you know, it's weird word, maybe weird wording, but like I f- almost feel like a, like a safe space for a healthy manifestation of masculinity, and I think art is one of the places, the frontiers that we have where that's still respected territory, and you can still be a dude without it like hurting everybody's feelings, mm-hmm. and like that's that's been a motivating factor to like kind of like wording things in my lyrics that you know that where you the the gestalt like the overall experience is like you kind of you know it, it's like be secure in who you are and, and like and and you don't necessarily have to be unapologetic but you don't necessarily have to like grovel and, and uh kowtow and you know so yeah that's performative sort of, wokeness yeah that's <laughs> sort of you know just a little pushback on some of the more extreme manifestations of that sort of philosophy i guess is is part of where i was going with things just like be woke because you're a naturally woke motherfucker but don't like try to convince the world of it just be yourself and uh you know be real definitely well i appreciate you guys taking your time and hanging out man thanks for having us this was this was really fantastic yes I, i enjoyed it and i always enjoy your music and spending time with you and 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 I, I learn from you all the time and, and different things like that. So I definitely appreciate our friendship and, and all that. So uh, likewise, man. And you, you're, uh, you are doing really important work. You're, you're capturing the art that a city in, and a region is making and celebrating it in real time. And, uh, you know, there's, you know, between you and Shane, I mean, there's really nobody else out there doing what you are doing and, and I, you're, do, you're both doing it in your own lane too. And it's a beautiful thing. And I think as we get ready to, uh, get out of here, I, I, you brought up something before in our first interview that you did and I, and I've, I've taken it as, uh, kind of an inspiration of, of what I'm trying to do ultimately. And that's bring awareness of, of the scene to, a city that has no idea of how good their, their music scene is. And I remember you bringing up uh, something, uh, the fact of, 
if we could just reach out to all, you know, get awareness to all the people who uh, buy Bud Light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just beer in general. You know, the beer scene in St. Louis is thriving and it's a beautiful thing and I celebrate it. Um, you know, but if uh, if we could generate that same enthusiasm for the uh, the art scene, the music yeah. scene uh in general um that's we do for you know cardinals and, and blues i mean we well, love it we love them that as well but you know if we could just grab that audience any wow. really yeah. successful music scene is a fabric of the city you look at part of the fabric it's it, you look at minneapolis you look at new orleans you know places like that, minneapolis. that you know that really have um grown with the music scene grows with the city and and it's it's a part of the identity and um you know that's something st louis could be because this is a music town and it's just uh you know half the population doesn't realize it they don't know it the the they haven't tapped into the culture you know it's it's uh, city it's really if if people in you know West County if people in deep like South City if people in in North City like really took hold and realized what was happening in their own backyard um, the music scene here I mean it flourishes but it it would flourish nationally uh, on a in a really profound way because some of the best musicians I've ever heard and ever known uh, come from the city and live here and are making music right now and uh you know the world i think should be more aware of it and in order for that to happen the city has to celebrate it on a massive scale and uh, you know that's that's i think what everybody's working towards so we're trying but we're gonna get out of here and like i said thank you thanks for very, having very, us man i appreciate it it's yeah, good, man. good talking you. to you and I, I wish i wish this project and all, everything else to come much success thank uh, you thank you very much likewise man we'll see y'all tonight wish you the best yes definitely party tonight for uh-huh. sure all right we're gonna we're gonna leave you with something old if, if that's cool with you guys oh please do all right this is uh Girls, girl, girls on bikes. Ah, nice. Yeah. All right. Well, and uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. And, and while well, I mentioned really quick, um, don't forget that we do have a twenty-four hour radio station. It's called Beyond FM twenty-four dash seven. It's uh, it's an app and it's available um, on i on, on iOS and Android. And also join us on our website Beyond FM Beyond FM twenty four dash seven dot com. And um, we're going to start doing some really cool and unique stuff on there for St. Louis, including you know, just different things with the concert calendar. Like I know a lot of people don't, don't follow a lot of these bands and stuff, but if you go to our website and you look at our concert calendar, you'll be able to listen to um, tracks from, you know, artists that are, are playing on the flyers and, and different things like that. So that way you can like, Hey, that sounds really cool. I'm going to go pay five bucks to go see that band now, you know? Yeah, man. One stop shop and see if we can uh, start getting some asses in the seats the best of everything stl yes definitely all right so we're out of here and thank you for tuning in and uh have a great night and hopefully we see you at the party tonight yes sir later the best of everything stl you're goddamn right beyond fm I like girls on bikes, short 
shorts and tattoos, curls all tight, make the world all nice. Like breakfast in Silver Lake, summertime, loving life, stress free and feeling great. Just like you owned a bunch of real estate or drank enough Knob Creek, you simply don't feel the hate. I love the grease on the wrinkle and the peace on the face Makes me wanna thank her for this moment in time LA's so ill The way the sun shines on those Hollywood hills Thrills I love a lady on a 10 speed Makes me wanna move back if I could find rent cheap I love Crucial, he makes the best beats Boom, back, neck, snap, feel it in your chest piece It's F5, baby, you can rest easy These old soul samples sound good out west Well, it's a hot summer day in the city of LA Peace to all my fam and the deuce so no trade The girls look so good, but don't play Cause they can spot that weak shit from a mile away So, only speak if you got something to say But if you ain't got nothing, don't say nothing I ain't frontin' on L.A. girls So they some of the nicest ladies in the whole wide world But don't get fooled if you come from out of town Fuckin' with that butter brown and you might get clowned But do what you feel and do what you like The whole world's on wheels, so them girls don't like to get girls, 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 girls Now and she's rude. Took time to construe a riddle at Millie's Black Max picking up Kelly. A sack of weed makes her friendly. Slimming out he is. West Coast for the biz. All the girls on bikes is hoping he sees his. She's the rude one with black spoke pegs. Picking you up, drunk in Hayes and St. Clemente. It's the he said, she said, ride. The she be do wop. I like girls on bikes. Tattoos, jeans, heels. She owns the right to ride in that pretty little bike. If your lucky little day runs short, she picks you up. You the support, rise the handlebars with this powerful poetry pumping from the heart. With this powerful poetry pumping from the heart. I like girls on bikes, one hand on the mic, Cali Sunny Delight. We don't fight for limelight, illuminate the night. Cookie, give me a bite, Nookie, that's what I like. KC style, call it psych. Play me to the left, I'll hit you with the right. Call it round three, fight night. Caramel complexion rolling on the beach cruiser takes me back to the time when I was walking to the cooler. STL, Del Mario, produce the loop. Get them high like cartoons and have them looking like the goof troop. I straight shoot, she was on a bright red twin. Let the story begin, she threw Dino in a new friend. Go ahead and hop on the pegs. And don't be afraid of the speed, my right hand back, grip on your leg. Good weed, nice vibe, fresh print, summertime, unwind, spit rhymes, thug manner doing fine. <laughs> Remember, when you forget everything else. 